0: And I'm Carrie. And we are Paranormal Chicks. Episode eleven. Stairway to Heaven. Are we going? Probably not. Uh speak for yourself. Maybe we will. <laughs> Marley definitely will. All dogs go to heaven. I mean, there was even a cartoon movie about it. Loved that movie. I don't remember it. I mean, I remember loving it, but I don't remember it. Well, I remember we had it on VHS and that's <laughs> about all I remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I remember the girl, a girl like the girl had short brown Black hair. hair. Okay, sure. Black, brown, dark, dark hair. Eyewitnesses don't
0: work. (laughs) Every time I hear Eleven now, all I think is Stranger Things. I didn't even think of that. Wasn't there something that was like Eleven and Sleven or something like that? Sleven? Sleven. It was a
1: movie with Josh Hartnett, I think. It's lucky number Sleven. Oh. Okay, so last week in the Facebook group, Jenny posted about, um, she said she was out of town and was, like, in a hotel room listening to the black-eyed kids. Uh-huh. And that um, there was a knock on the door of her hotel room, and it scared the shit out of her.
0: <laughs> yeah. And she yeah. was, like,
1: basically, like, meanwhile, it was the extra hangers I requested. <laughs> but it reminded me of this time whenever I was in Tampa for class. Yeah. Normally, I stayed with friends while I was there, but this time I had to get a hotel. And cheap-ass carry. well... <laughs> First of all, procrastination, Carrie. Yeah, that's more like it. Because when I had to go to Tampa for class, because I had to go once a month, there was like a bunch of different programs coming at the same time. And so most of the hotels by the school were booked because it was always people coming in for class that once a month. Well, so not only did I procrastinate and everything was booked, I'm also cheap AF. (laughs) And so I was staying at the Red Roof Inn, which... Oh Lord, that's a whole nother thing. hmm When I get there and I check in, it was like a hot mess. And so like I get into my room and there's like a bag covering the smoke detector. Like the oh, TV doesn't work. Like lovely. so clearly somebody had smoked in the room and then like covered the thing not to set off the alarm. Yeah. And just like just stupid stuff. Like the remote control looked like somebody had thrown it against the wall. You know, like just just <laughs> shit, right? So they moved me into another room, though, because that one was awful. Apparently, the girl forgot to, in the computer, like, block out that she had moved me to a new room. Hmm, That's important. So it was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping with forensic files on the TV. (laughs) All of a sudden... My door opens, but luckily I had the latch thing on, so it only opened like four inches. That's all you need. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. Unless it's a bullet.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, then you just need good batteries. <laughs> and if you know what we're talking about, you're our people. <laughs>
1: so anyway, so the door flings open just about, just like the four inches, but it was really loud. Like it, that girl was forcefully opening the door. So fight or flight kicked in. Just know... That if you're with me, I will fucking fight because <laughs> I like woke up from a dead sleep, <laughs> flew out of the bed and was screaming, no, at them and like went and slammed the door shut. Were you naked? No, I don't sleep naked. You know, I like long sleeve pants, well, socks. I don't
0: know. Sometimes in a hotel, you're a different person.
1: No, I want that air <laughs> on like 60. I want long sleeve. I want pants. I want socks and I want to bundle up in a pillow fort. That's why you're single. <laughs> I'm okay with that.
0: So anyway, I'm sorry. I just picture like when you're dating someone and they're like, "Okay, I'm getting ready for bed," and you come out and you're like in a snuggie. <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And then you're like, "Hold on, I got to put my
1: socks on." No, too. no, no. Socks would already be on. <laughs> you got to put the socks on then the pants in case you're wearing like leggings to bed. Oh God! It all just Lines up. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't ever wear socks. No, because I don't need to. You don't wear anything other than flip-flops. True. Anyway, let me wrap up the...
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to you the,
1: going, no! And, like, slow shut. So, of course, I call the front front desk to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and nobody answers. So, I'm like, oh, God. Because, you know... how a scary movie happens. Yes, because I'm, I'm, like, watching Forensic Files. Somebody tried coming in my room. <laughs> so, I'm like, okay, I'm going to call again. Call again. Call again. Still, nobody answered, and I was like, Okay, one more time of calling because in my head, all I could picture was the front desk girl because it was a girl there dead? being dead, axe murdered on the ground, yeah. bleeding out, and the axe murderer was coming and checking doors to kill people in the rooms. Like, yeah. in my
0: head, that's what's happening. I mean, that actually makes sense,
1: yes. And so, I was like, Okay, I'm calling one more time, and she answered, and she's like, I'm sorry, um, we. Forgot to, like, block out that we moved you to that room. So I was trying to, because, I mean, they clearly had a key, yeah. you know, because, like, that's how they got it open that much. And so I was yeah. like, that's why I was like, okay, somebody's, like, hacked in downstairs. <laughs> so they have, like, the master key to all these rooms. They're trying to see what they can get into. You know.
0: Yeah.
1: Needless to say, I left the next morning and got refunded.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Whew>. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just picture you, because <laughs> y'all... Carrie, she... <laughs> I know where you're going. What? That I scream like a little bitch when yes. I'm scared. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, y'all have no idea. I, I could be the sound machine for a scary movie. Yeah, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt, eat your heart out. Because <laughs> Carrie has he beat. Oh, God. One time we were going to a haunted house and... Um, Okay, in my defense, I was like 20. Okay, you were at least 23 because we were out of college. Whatever, I'm never out of college. (laughs) Uh, True. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and Marley apparently wanted to get in the conversation. Yeah, okay. Uh, And on the way there, one of my coworkers, she actually worked at the haunted house. Oh, yeah. And so we were just talking and I was like, you know, I hate when you're standing in line and the people who come and (laughs) like kind of taunt you because... Apparently, I look really young because I'm short, and they love to pick me out and tease me and shit. Like, not in a mean way, like in a scary way. And like I'm in a like, haunted house way, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, get away. So, we were just talking about that, and Carrie was like, if you scream, you're a little bitch. <laughs> me, 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 you're gonna scream, you're scared. Because <laughs> I'm an asshole. Yes, and I was like, "Uh, probably, they're gonna scare us, and... Since we know someone that works there. And they know we're coming. It's going to be worse. Yeah. And when we got there, we ended up being like in the VIP group with like a local radio DJ too. Oh, God. I don't even remember that. Oh, my God. So there were like seven of us or however many. It was like a really small group. Y'all, Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) From the moment we got there (laughs) until the moment we left. She was uh, screaming the entire time. The loudest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then I'm an evil bitch. Uh, we went outside to talk to the girl that was in the... Cast? Yeah. I was going to say Funhouse because she was a clown. but And so like we were outside. And one of the like demon people that... He kind of looked like a gargle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made eye contact with me. And he like put his finger up to his mouth. Like, shh. They needed the visual. Okay. They can't see you doing that. He could be like little <laughs> 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 but yeah so um then he like ran up and scared her no you like did your eyes
1: to like get me
0: no no no. he yeah he was like looking at you though because you oh, were God. the bitch that was screaming <laughs> every time so he knew who to get they like
1: radioed like boop, boop. hey get the blonde
0: but then uh so she screams and we all laugh and then he <laughs> looks at me again and i'm like Mm Mm-hmm. Give him the eye, like, do it again. You go right ahead. I ain't going to say anything. And got her again.
1: God, I was such a little bitch. (laughs) And I'm okay with it. I'll admit it now. Mm Mm-hmm. I tried to be all badass. I wasn't. (laughs) Oh, one more thing before we start the stories. Okay. I am so freaking excited that we've gotten a few emails of people sending us their sinister sightings. Yes. So much fun. So keep them coming so that we can do little episodes reading back your sinister sightings to y'all. Send them to us at aparanormalchicks. Well, not at, but (laughs) our email address is aparanormalchicks at gmail.com. And then when you send them in the subject, say if it's paranormal or crime related. Because if it's paranormal, I won't read it so that I can be surprised. And if it's crime related, she won't read it so that she can be surprised. Mm -hmm. I know that's a lot of instructions. Or just send them. We'll figure it out. So send us those emails, aparanormalchicks at gmail.com, so that we can start doing extra episodes. Do you know?
0: The way to San Jose? No. Okay. The
1: Galegos. What? Galegos. Lego my ego. (laughs) (laughs) The Galapagos. No. Gerald and Charlene Galego. Da-da-da. So, Gerald Armand Gallego, he was born July 17th, 1946, in Sacramento, California. Almost San Jose. Uh, Right? When you said that, I was like, hmm, I suck at geography, but I think that's close. (laughs) Okay. So, Gerald's life, of course, started out like almost every single story I've done. And he had a really rough childhood. Mm. His mother had um, a lot of different boyfriends who would actually beat him. When oh, he was younger.
0: No.
1: I know. And then I don't really know how old he was when this happened, but his mother became a sex worker. Mm. And then the clients of his mom would abuse him too. I don't know if they abused him like sexually or physically or what. I didn't yeah. I didn't find that. Um, but of course, right before we started recording, I found an entire episode on that ci channel which is criminal investigations i forget what it stands for but it's like it's essentially investigation discovery but yeah i think it was the original. i think it was before because i remember seeing the commercials for it and i was like oh my god i need that channel and then investigation discovery came out and it was yeah all the rage so anyway i found a whole freaking 45 minute episode on the story and i was like dang could have watched that and
0: gotten probably way more details than i'm gonna have anyway because she procrastinates people you don't know me You've already said that earlier. You admitted to it. I have it on tape. I'm sorry. Or is this an episode of Designing <laughs> Women? You have
1: it on tape? <laughs> yes. Okay. Not only was he abused by his mother's clients, something said that he was often really dirty and Aww. hungry um, and just would be would beg for people to, like, pick him up and hug him. So he was very neglected yeah, as a child. Yeah, bless his hard Yeah, and, like, I have to wonder, you know, when you think about is it Erickson's Yeah. Like the attachment versus mm-hmm. like the whatever the opposite of that is. And like he just never formed that bond. Yeah. And so there I think that there's some studies out showing that when there's that lack of attachment in the beginning, how it relates to trauma mm. and um, psychological disorders in the future.
0: Yeah. But That's anyway. the one where they had the monkeys or whatever. And yeah. like they had the fake monkey yeah. or whatever. Okay.
1: So he, as far as he knew, when he was about nine, I believe, his father died in an accident. Oh. But what had really happened was. He was Batman? Robin. <laughs> no.
0: He robbed people? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, fuck. Um,
1: (laughs) I think his dad really did go to jail for robbery. So when he was in jail, he tried to escape. And in the process of trying to escape, he killed two police officers. Mm, Big no-no. Right? And so he was convicted to death. He was sentenced to death. Shit. Yes. And get this. Like, this is so random that this is a a, factoid in this thing that I'm about to tell you. Because I just stumbled upon this story and then... So, his dad was the first person in Mississippi to be executed by the gas chamber. What? Isn't that weird? Like, I feel like all these stories have, have links to Mississippi that yes. I've never even heard of. And right? it's like, I wasn't even looking, you know, I was not looking for anything with Mississippi. Nothing else about this story has anything to do with Mississippi. That is freaking insane. Right? So, I was like, oh, my God. Small world. hmm
0: Okay. Uh, tangent time, I sprained my ankle getting off of a small world. <laughs> like I think you told them that. <laughs> no, I told Lauren oh, that okay, okay, okay. in our Facebook group. So you should join and you'd hear all these great stories and Marley going crazy on the bed. She's twerking I mean, at people. I was going to say, at least somebody's getting it on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, but yeah, the easiest ride, like the most mobile friendly ride ever. And... I hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald began his life of
1: crime at thirteen when he sexually abused a six-year-old little girl.
0: <gasps> what? He uh-huh. was thirteen. Uh huh. She yep. was six.
1: Mm-hmm. And again, of course, if I would watch that episode that I told you about, I'm sure there would have been more on that.
0: Um, but that's all I found on it. Well, you don't want to like search that. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> if anyone searches through my search history, oh, the same. They will be like, this girl is a freak and serial killer and... Same. And then they listen to the podcast and they're like... Oh, yeah, she really is. (laughs) Yeah, confirmed.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's funny.
0: So, I don't know if he was,
1: like, convicted of that, if he served any jail time. I don't know. He
0: probably didn't, just like Derek freaking Todd Lee
1: hate him. So, after that, he was arrested 23 times and only served time for... Robbery when he was convicted of robbery. What
0: the fuck?
1: Yep. So he often, like, he worked as a bartender, or a truck driver. He was married seven times. He loves odd numbers
0: 13 and seven? 13, 23, and seven. All prime numbers. That's too much math. <laughs> In fact, it's not. It's that number
1: times one. Oh. That's it. <laughs> where were you at in high school? <laughs> I was in advanced math. That's yeah. where I was. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the only advanced uh, class I took. She took advanced English and stuff. <laughs> tell all my business. Well, I don't, I'm not trying to be like a pompous, like I'm so smart. No, I'm not.
0: <laughs> I mean, she has a doctorate, people.
1: Yeah. So he was married seven times, but two of the marriages was to the same woman. When Gerald would get married, he would be married for a little while. But then when he would run out of money, he would just leave him. Just check you later. I mean, look, I'm out of money. Deuces. <laughs> so.
0: He just leaves them an I owe you. Yeah. I owe you alimony and or child support. <laughs> I owe you the years I took of your life.
1: Well, if you hold that thought, because some of these marriages were not that long. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So he married his first wife in 1963. He was 16; she was 21. Um, what? What? Mm-hmm. oh He was 16; she was 21.
0: Yeah. Uh, of course, because he's got mommy issues. Uh, yeah.
1: When he was married to his first wife, he actually had a daughter named Krista in 1964. Of who? Vo- he got custody of this child. Wait, what? Yeah, he got custody,
0: not the girl. But later, do you know that meme? Do you know that meme of Britney Spears where she looks confused? Yes. That is me usually throughout your uh storytelling. Because I'm I suck at it or because of the stories? Uh no, because of the stories. Oh, okay, okay. I well, mean sometimes and, I do go out of order. Well, I was gonna say, and your timeline. I yeah, mean, my, yeah, I suck. No, you don't suck, but it's just like sometimes I'm like, wait, what? But but no, your stories, because these people are cry cray. Yeah. Okay. So, after he
1: got custody of Krista, he would sexually abuse her.
0: Fuck you. Mhm. Yep. What's his name? Gerald Gerald
1: Gallego. Jeremy okay. Gerald. <laughs> okay, when he was 18, he married a 24-year-old waitress. Again, mommy issues. And then that marriage ended because he chased her around the house with a knife and beat the shit out of her. On his, his third marriage, he was married to a laundry worker in 1967. He was 19, and this one only lasted one month. How old was she? It didn't say. Because he would beat her and, like, kick her and stuff all the time. Oh, my gosh. Then he married his fourth wife in 1969, He was 21. She was 19. Oh, tables have turned. Uh Uh-huh. And then this marriage ended like one month after it began, too. Kardashians? Damn. But this time, she was pregnant when they got divorced. And her family would often say, like, he was like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde because just of his... Yeah. Personality. But...
0: Which is how abusers are.
1: Yeah. And so, the daughter that he had with this wife doesn't even know that he's her father. Like, to this day. Doesn't know. And then... Well, she does now. Now, his fifth wife was 19 years old. She was also a laundry worker. So, I wonder, like, how he met two laundry workers. Like, did he meet them one because of the other? Or did he... Like, was he, like, a truck driver that delivered the... You know, like, how they meet? Yeah. Like, it's interesting that it was two laundry workers. All
0: I can picture is uh, Willy Wonka and uh-huh. it's Charlie's mom. And yes. she's like, cheer up, Charlie. Oh, God, the worst song of that whole movie. Yes.
1: So, he married that fifth wife who I said was 19. He was 26. And then they separated in August of 1977. So, they were married three years. Now, we're going to peel off from Gerald And go to Charlene Adele Williams Gallego. Whoa. Mouthful. She is fancy. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Charlene was born um, October 10th, 1956 in California. October 10th? Uh Uh-huh. That's
0: my niece's birthday. Oh. Interesting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean that like, oh. No. I mean, oh. Hmm. Last week... Mm -hmm.
0: You did my birthday. Yep. Like your actual date of birth. Yeah. And then this one you have my niece. 40 years too soon. But still her birthday. Yes. Okay. Shout out to the Libras. Aren't you a Leo? Yeah, but October is Libras.
1: Oh, I don't know that shit. Okay. So Charlene was really smart. She had an IQ of 160. Whoa. Right? Smart little cookie. Charlene came from a very supportive home. Um, she was a shy child, like I said, very, very smart, yeah, um, kind of had the her whole life ahead of her, but then when she was a young adult, she started using drugs and drinking heavily, Mm-mm-mm. and so that kind of spiraled her, down. yeah, she had two failed marriages before she met Gerald. We're flashing back forward to nineteen seventy seven and Gerald is separated from that fifth wife hmm So he separated from his fifth wife, sixth marriage. Okay. I think. So it's 1977. He meets Charlene, and they are, like, immediately obsessed. Mm-hmm. They, after one week of meeting, they move in together. I mean, when you know, you know. Right. So they say. So they had a very intense sexual relationship.
0: When you know, you know. And when the sex
1: is good, you don't want to go. True. That should be on a coffee mug. Oh,
0: God.
1: Okay. So, like
0: I said, very sexually what? I just thought, oh, like a greeting card to be like, (laughs) here's the key to my house and you can open my door like you open my legs. Oh, my God.
1: (sighs) (sighs) So, Gerald shared, like, all of his sexual fantasies with her and she was like, sign me. So they would often, because she, Charlene. What,
0: what were they? What you mean? Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, now I'm, Gerald, what's going on? He did. I mean, he's dead, I know. How you know? You told me. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so later, Charlene says that um, he would often talk about wanting to have, like, a sex slave. And that he wanted a place, like, in the woods or in some sort of basement where he could keep women and use them.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right up totally my alley. normal. Not...
1: Um, sh- but Charlene had some fantasies of her own. Uh, she was bisexual. Okay. And so they would often have threesomes together with another woman.
0: And Charlene was... I just feel like that's like a tag team. Like, all right, tag, you're in. Just us go. <laughs> Tired. I was going to say. I got a leg cramp. Tag, <laughs> you're in. Got to go get my pickle juice. <laughs> Y'all are laughing. Well, I'm laughing, but that's true. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Charlene was sexually very submissive in the relationship. And I love how, like, this um, one article I read about their sexuality was saying that it, like, took a detour. It had a tangent time to be like, sexual submission relies strongly on conversational power play. The submissive <laughs> also, I mean, all words, often indicates to the dominant party what he or she enjoys. In a way, it's the submissive that's in charge. I'm like... We know about those, yeah, well, should, but anyway, for those of you who don't, there you go. There's your education.
0: um, do you have a safe word? I don't, do you, yeah, what is it? Dream sickle. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. That is great. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> I was like, I, how have we never had this conversation? Yeah, because on Facebook, I saw someone that had posted, like, you had a horrible childhood if you don't know what these are. And it was the Flintstones push-ups.
1: <gasps> I loved those Yeah, things. they were orange.
0: And so, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Of course, I had to bring the Flintstones up in a podcast. Oh, my God. You were obsessed. <laughs> fred knew my safe word <laughs> i don't even know what to say to that barney did too he had to tag team
1: so she was often like at work people didn't really like her because they said she was too flirtatious um but she also again was this was a submissive and so wanted someone sexually to kind what,
0: of what did she do
1: i don't know <laughs> i mean because sometimes sex works what do you mean she
0: was flirty. If she was like a bartender or yeah, a saleswoman. Yeah, you got to use those skills. Right. But I mean, if she was like a mortician. Not so good. Not good.
1: Or like a nurse.
0: Yeah. Stop flirting. Yeah. So she liked
1: Gerald because he was like street smart and like just kind of yeah. suave and all that stuff. Suave. Suave. Oh, suave.
0: No.
1: <laughs> Suaves? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, you that suave type. Like suave-ish. <laughs> After Gerald and Charlene had been together for a little while, a couple of months, um, he brought home a 16-year-old dancer and they had a threesome together. Wow. So she likes some young too. <sighs> Apparently. He was very particular about the rules during the threesome. So the women could only touch him. Mm-hmm. They couldn't be sexual together. Yeah. They could only touch him. So really, it was just like two girls, one guy. One day, he came home from work, and he found Charlene and that dancer in bed together.
0: They were doing the mambo? The horizontal mambo. The The mattress mattress mambo.
1: Mambo. (laughs) Okay. So, he was pissed. He grabbed the, the dancer out of the bed, threw her out an open window... I don't know what from what floor. Don't ask. Then he beat the crap out of Charlene. So his punishment to Charlene for that was that he withheld sex from her and told her, no, sorry, I can't. I'm impotent now, all of a sudden. (laughs) And so, "Mm, we can't really. And so it was
0: like a lot of stuff said... That is so funny. Like, sorry, my dick doesn't work now. Well, a lot of stuff said that he
1: wasn't attracted to her anymore, like based on his... Sexual sadism that, mm. like, he wasn't attracted to her anymore because she wasn't fully dependent on him yeah. for her sexual pleasure. Yeah. And so, he was like, mm-mm, I'm done. I'm done with you. Yeah. Because you don't need me anymore.
0: Poor Charlene. So. I mean, she's nasty, too, for doing it with a 16-year-old. But, I mean, a girl has
1: needs. Right. Okay, so I did get a timeline thing wrong. Imagine that. Britney Spears moment. (laughs) Okay, so it was actually when he was with Charlene that he sodomized his 14-year-old daughter and her friend. Oh,
0: he got a twofer.
1: And Charlene knew about it. Oh, no. So it's not... Like, there's nothing that says that that whether she was in the room or just knew about it, we don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. I know. But I'm saying, like, was she, like, a participant in, like, the actual act? Or did she just a participant because she was a bystander that did nothing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, I mean, although it's the same thing, it's different. No. Yeah, completely. I mean, either way, nothing was done about it. Yeah. But did she actively participate or was it just like a passive involvement
0: anyway gerald is grimy mm-hmm. germy uh-huh got any more g's gruesome gruesome,
1: gruesome. we're all out of alliteration <laughs> i'll come back in a minute okay so again i i know that there's more details that- grotesque a oh, good one okay we're just gonna pop out and say this. No, um, so I know there's more details to that whole process of him with his daughter and all that, but
0: no one. We're wants not. To hear we're not gonna. That. Yeah, we're not gonna go into that. Ugh.
1: Okay. So that
0: is so fucking sick. First of all, your own daughter. Yes, and her poor friend. Bless it. All I think about is Green Mile. God, that comes up like every episode too. Because it's the best movie ever. Yes. Um, when he's like, they kill him with their love bomb. Yes. So sad. You know, I hate that guy who played uh-huh. uh Wild Bill or yep. whatever. Yep. And he won a um Oscar, I think, for the two billboards outside of whatever that State was, um, or not state, uh, North Dakota. I, I don't know. I'm having a Britney Spears moment. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You was it ha- a movie? Yeah, Oscars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it had that, like, ugh. anyway. Um, But, like, her daughter went missing or something, and, like, no one was doing anything about it, so she bought billboards. Oh. But I think he was, like, the sheriff. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. But, anyway, his name's Sam something, but uh, he got an Oscar, and I was like, Ooh. Yes. You are terrible. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. That's not him. But he looks like the same. Yes. And all I can just oh. Yes. That movie ruined me on him. And the guy who played uh Percy. Okay, but the guy that played Percy, you is really actually creepy and life. Oh my god. He married that what was she like 16? Oh, uh, did you see those pictures? They were the most awkward damn pictures and stuff
1: she straight did that just for fame yeah he did that to be a creepy old man yeah oh i forgot about that yes okay sorry tangent time went a long time gerald was a bartender and charlene was like you know what i really think he's stuck in the his customers like he's because he's not having sex with me anymore i know how he is he's got to be getting it somewhere
0: yeah. Well, I mean, he has a daughter. Nasty son oh, of a God. bitch.
1: Oh, God. Okay. So, after they were together for about a year, he was like, Charlene, look, I need a pair of love slaves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I need a pair of new shoes and love slaves. And I'm going to need you to go get them. Again, make us do all of the fucking dirty work.
1: hmm You know, and so, okay. The theme throughout this whole story is going to be, did she participate because she was truly terrified or did she participate because she's a sexual sadist as well and willingly participated because she enjoyed it just as much or was she truly fearful of her life and almost like a, not like a Stockholm, but kind of like a Stockholm syndrome where yeah. she's been brainwashed enough that she participates. So keep that in mind. Oh, I'm
0: that. keeping it. Cause I'm like already talking to
1: myself. Okay. So on September 11th, Your dad's birthday.
0: And 9-11. Well, duh, but... Yeah, put your dad's birthday. That's where I was going. And my
1: sister's uh, wedding. 1978. There were two teenagers, Rhonda Scheffler. She was 17. And Kippy Vaught was 16. They were at a mall in Sacramento. And Charlene chatted them up and was like, hey, come over here. You know, like they would often for their victims would either say like, hey, let's go party or like I have a job for you to do. That kind of thing. Yeah. To
0: abduct them. I hate when women abduct other women. Well, I mean like, duh. But it's just like, you're a low down, dirty person. Like one of your own. We have enough threats upon us and then you know what i'm i don't for, know. for yeah well because you prey on a woman's
1: security in another woman you know yeah. they find oh you know what they feel like they're finding safety in you and yeah. that it's okay and you use that to turn off. i mean same with let's say um anyone that would be that kind of safe space yeah a physician a priest a pastor yeah. a psychologist anything anything that's supposed to be a safe space for you Yeah. Where you should be able to let your guard
0: down that turns on you like that is awful. Yes. Tangent time. Well, not really. Whatever. Kind of. Semi-tangent. Tangish time. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I was watching a Lifetime movie because those still come on. But it was about a girl who got abducted. Mm -hmm. And this guy would act like he was going to abduct them, like make them fearful and then his cohort uh would be a woman and they would run <gasps> and be like she'd be like, What's going on? Yeah You know, and they're like, Oh my god, this man, he's blah 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 blah. And she's like, Get in the car. Come on. No. Mm-hmm. And then she kidnaps him too. And then Was that based on a true story? I have no idea, but then they were like sold in like human trafficking. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. And to make matters worse, he was a youth like counselor or something. No. For like troubled kids and stuff. So that's like how he knew a lot. Like he got a lot of his victims from that. Yeah. Because I mean, when he was like going to kidnap them, he would, you know, have like a hoodie on and yeah. all that. They didn't know who he was. Oh my God. Yeah. So you know what? Don't trust anyone besides me. <laughs> Don't trust me either. Like, after Not midnight. Not secret. Oh, God. With a secret? <laughs> don't. Please don't. Don't put that pressure on me because I will crack. Yeah, so she, so
1: Charlene would take him, like, lead him off into the van. And Gerald would use a handgun and, like, to threaten the girls. And then he would tie them up. From there, Charlene drove the van while Gerald was in the back. Raping and sodomizing the girls. Oh, my gosh. Then when they got to the secluded area where they were heading, Mm -hmm. he made them, the girls, perform, like, oral sex and sexual things to Charlene. So that's also kind of where it's
0: like, hmm. Yeah, he's getting her dirty, just like he, like... She's part of it now. Yeah, she can't go and say something because... Now she's part of it. But it's like, okay,
1: was he, like you said... Now she's a part of it because he's made her participate sexually. And so that's his way of controlling her because now she can't
0: go anywhere because she thinks she's going to get in trouble. Yeah. So, I think it's a mixture, honestly. Why'd you pick this one? Because you know it's going to get on my nerves.
1: <laughs> okay. So after he repeatedly raped the victims throughout the night, they drove, like, further out, like, to a different location, forced the girls out of the car at gunpoint, then hit Kippy... First with a tire iron, and then swung it around and hit Rhonda. Then he shot both of the girls in the head <gasps> with a twenty-five caliber pistol.
0: What the hell? Yep. Why did he kill them if he wanted sex slaves?
1: Maybe they didn't have a basement. I don't know. Because he killed them all pretty quick. Like I know, but like he's like, I need two sex slaves. I know. But that's not how he, that's not what he does in his killings. Yeah. He just kills them quickly. He's just stupid. Well, you're trying to put logic on the illogical. I know. So when he was walking back to the van, he saw one of the victims move, which ended up being Kippy. Oh, gosh. Because the bullet just grazed her skull. And so he went back and shot her three times.
0: (sighs) Again, with the odd fucking number. A prom number of that. Mm Mm-hmm. One times three equals three. I know that now. (laughs) Okay. So, after they had... Every time you say after, all I think about is, after these messages... We'll be right back.
1: Yes. Um, Okay. One of the articles said, now joined in crime, Gerald and Charlene married just weeks after they committed their first murders. Wow. Yeah. So, So, about eight months later... Um, June 24th of 1979. The newlyweds. Yes. Brenda Judd, who was 14, <gasps> and Sandra Colley, who was 13.
0: Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm,
1: we're at a county fair in Reno, Nevada, when Charlene lured the girls to the van because she told them that they would be able to go make some money just, like, passing out different, like, pamphlets and stuff. Yeah. And so she got them in the van and she drove... Northeast out of Reno on I-80, where, again, in the back of the van, Gerald is repeatedly raping the girls as she, like, watches in the rearview mirror. So then she parks the van in a desolate area, just like before. So over the next hours, again, just as before, Gerald took a little rest break and watched as Charlene forced the girls to perform sexual acts on her.
0: I hate this story.
1: Uh-huh. So, after that, he pulled a shovel from underneath the seat. No. Mm-hmm, and pulled Sandra Colley out of the van. No. Started taking her towards this dry creek bed. Oh, gosh. Got it behind her and swung the shovel. Why? Yep. Sh- uh, Charlene would later describe it as a loud splat like a flat <gasps> rock hitting mud. Holy and the and the girl sank to her knees and slowly toppled over on her face. Oh, my gosh. Gerald then beat Brenda Judd, Brenda Judd to death and dug a deep hole, putting their naked bodies into the hole and placing a rock over the grave. No. Their remains were not found until November of 1999 when a tractor was, like, cleaning up the area.
0: Oh, my gosh. The Their poor
1: parents. I know. The teens were actually listed as runaways for about four years until Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Can
0: you imagine?
1: Nope. Two I mean, very early teens girls. Yeah. Just out at a county fair. Right in the
0: freaking scrambler.
1: I mean eating cotton candy. Eating funnel cakes. And that
0: really big corn dog. So good. Are you craving a corn dog? Real bad.
1: <laughs> like a hot dog from thing. Um legally blind. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I mean, just two young girls doing their thing, hanging out. Living their fucking best
0: life. Right. And these motherfuckers. They prey on their hustleness. Yes. Like, these people are just trying, you know, to get unlimited armbands. I know. They're like, look, these
1: armbands are like $12. Right. And I'm trying to get unlimited rides. I can pass out some pamphlets to get unlimited rides. I'm kind of, like, tearing up because I'm so fucking pissed. Yeah. Well, and, too, like, just that story. I mean, literally, even this kind of, like, banter back and forth. I mean, we were very specific because we've been to these fairs. Yeah. But really, the red armband really was $12 when yeah. we were that age to be able to ride the rides unlimited. Yeah. Versus, like, having to pay a dollar for each one. And it's like... It could have been us. I mean, it wasn't because we weren't alive. But you know what I mean? Like, that just is a situation in which we have been in Yeah. as young teens. Maybe not young teens. No, yeah, me. I wasn't really allowed to go to the fair that much. (laughs) I think I only went, like, once.
0: Oh, Um, my God. Me and Tiffany lived at the fair. Well. My mom was a. Uh Carney <laughs> <No, she wasn't. laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, that's funny, yeah, so I mean, it's just like I think too, that's why it's so the pieces of it of what we've already talked about about it being oh you you feel like this woman should be a safe space, yes, and then she puts you in harm way, harm's way, but all of that happening at a place where we can picture ourselves, yeah, being put in that same situation,
0: yeah. This is a lot. You know, I really hated Derek and Lee last time. Yeah. Because again, he preyed on people. I know he probably didn't know that their whole life was beginning or care. Yeah, or care, but it's like, oh my god, that's not even fair, but these people are the fucking scum of the earth. Yep. Well, and I, I know I know it's going to come out and I'm going to probably be like, bless Charlene's heart. But I'm counting her as scum of the earth, too. Yeah. What? And why... Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I am fucking fired up. Why did he have to do a fucking shovel? It's bad enough that you tortured them. Why did he go from a gun that, I mean, one time, well, he had terrible aim. Because that girl, you know, survived and then he had to pump her fucking full of lead. But... <laughs> <laughs> Um, good Home Alone reference. Thank you. Which came up last episode, I think. Yeah, that's why I laughed when I said that. Okay. Just so y'all know. But you know what I mean? Like, a gun, please, use a gun, not a shovel on me.
1: But it's like, was this one just like a crime of opportunity, or was this something they had planned? Because if it was just a, just like from opportunity, like, hey, there's these two girls, go get them, then he had just had a shovel, and he used what he had to use. Yeah. Versus if they had planned... Before, I, so I don't, I mean, we don't know. Yeah. What, did he keep on him? Did he keep some type of gun on him all the time? We don't know.
0: Yeah. He's dead, so we can't
1: ask him. Right. Okay, time to get out the Ouija board. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, on April 24th, 1980, Stacy Ann Redican and Karen Chipman Twiggs, they were both 17. They were at a Sacramento mall, much like the first murders. Yeah. And they disappeared. Well, they were found in July and had been sexually abused and bludgeoned to death with a hammer. I would rather the shovel.
0: Yes. Like, he's getting worse
1: and worse. Yes, he is. On June 6th, 1980, Linda Teresa Aguilar, who was pregnant. <sighs> no. Was abducted. No. No. She was hit with a blunt object. We don't, I don't know exactly why. I don't know if it was a hammer or the shovel or something yeah. else. And then buried into a shallow grave.
0: Like her, was she?
1: Hold like, her body. <laughs> hold, because I think I'm going to answer what you're going to okay. ask. Her body was found a couple of weeks later. She had been tied up, of course, sexually abused and beaten and buried alive. Oh my God. So that's why I said, yes, he is escalating.
0: Yes, but was she, like, showing pregnant? Yes.
1: She was, like, I think four or six months pregnant. Six months, I think. That's
0: so sad. Why do people do that? Like, that's not okay. So what I was thinking about while you are saying that, she was buried alive. All I can picture is this poor lady, buried alive, pregnant, knowing that her baby's going to die. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: And her. And her, but I mean, I'm sure she's not even thinking about herself at this yeah. moment. It's just my baby, who, who I feel in my stomach, mm-hmm. is going to die.
1: I, to make myself feel better, tell myself that she was unconscious. Because he had already beaten her, and so I just hope and pray that she was unconscious and did not know she was buried alive
0: oh my god because i, hope I so. can't
1: because i can't th- i can't let myself go to that place where i think about it because it's so heartbreaking it it really is so if i can look at it clinically of like these are the facts she was beaten she was buried she was raped you know and look at it very clinically yeah then i can separate myself emotionally but if i think like that i'll be a blubber and a mess you know yeah and so i just have to I, that's just that's just how I cope. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's and like, good. And that's how I deal with all these stories. You know, you just you look at the facts. You look at. I try to understand the why, mm-hmm. and I know we've talked about this before when when we're looking at our stories and stuff, especially the true crime ones. Is that I try to understand the why, not as much the how, because the how is just too gruesome. I I just can't. I can't yeah. because you just you get down this rabbit hole of torture. You know, yeah. and it's like. Sometimes it can be too much, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, this is why I do not want kids. I mean, number, well, reason 749 million. <laughs> because if someone fucked with my kid, you would be in jail. Yes. You would be talking about me with your other co hosts. <laughs> Me and Marley would be in lock. That is one of my favorite shows. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you would watch me. So you'd be watching me and I'd be like, "Dreamsicle, Carrie, sickle. I'd be like, oh man, her big mama got her good, then she's knowing her safe word. I'll put some
1: more money on your commissary so she doesn't, whatever you. <laughs> she wants Cheetos.
0: They only had Doritos. <laughs> But her feet smell like Fritos. Ew! Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Why do I love to rhyme?
1: You're a poet and didn't know it. You can rhyme anytime. time. don't... Okay, That is the funny one. Just, just deal with it.
0: Like my insides are kind oh. of jumping because You're I'm so, so mad. mad. Well, you kind of teared up a little bit a second ago. I did because
1: it just breaks my heart. Yep. We're almost there. Okay. Well. There's more we're almost through the murders, but then they're like, there's more. July seventeenth, nineteen 34 year old Virginia Mochel was abducted from a pocket con haven in Sacramento. <laughs> okay. She was abducted from a parking lot in West Sacramento that was like at like a bar. She was a bartender there. Oh, like he is. Yeah. So she after she was kidnapped, she was tied up with fishing line. Ooh. I know. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. Like, ow. major out. Uh-huh. She was sodomized and beaten. She was flogged with a rope. And then um, Gerald strangled her. So, three months later, her skeletal remains were found. She was still tied up in the fishing line. Oh, my gosh. Here's, here's the beginning of the end. On November 1st, 1980, Craig Miller, who's 22... And Mary Elizabeth Sowers, who was, who was 21, they were leaving, like, one thing said a fraternity party, one thing said a university dance. So they were out partying, as yeah. a 22 and a 21-year-old would do. They were forced into the Galegos car at gunpoint. And when they were being kidnapped, when they were being forced in the car, yeah. some of their friends at the party saw it happen. And got the license plate number. See something, say something. Yes. Got the license plate number from the car and a description of the Gallegos.
0: Awesome. So
1: they, of course, took him away from the scene where they kidnapped him and took him to a, a kind of, like, remote area out by a lake. That's their MO. Mm-hmm. They, he ordered, they ordered Craig Miller out of the car and shot him.
0: Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you'd say, like, they made it.
1: No. So after they killed craig miller they took mary elizabeth sowers back to their apartment and then of course when they got there they sexually abused her you know raped her beat her up all that all those things then they executed her oh my gosh so craig's craig's body was found the very next day and then but mary's body wasn't found until Later that month, so so when they they were kidnapped on November first, and mm-hmm. so I'm just thinking like twenty like like the 29th or 30th is kind of what I'm picturing. Just really late November is when they found her body. She had been shot three times and was dumped in a ditch. Odd number. The Illuminati is watching <laughs> for real. So, like I said, the friends of them saw them getting um, abducted and got the license plate number. So, Charlene's parents had been wiring them money. Um, just because they're nice parents, and they kind of like I said, I think I said earlier, she kind of came from like a middle class family. I don't think you said it and that. that yeah, it was like <laughs> a it was like a very middle class family. She had a good childhood, you know. So they're like, let's wire her some money. She and her little husband need it, kind of thing. So the Gallegos were at a Western Union office to get the money when police had figured out that it was them based on the license plate and swarmed in and arrested them. Good. So, initially, Gerald and Charlene pled not guilty to the kidnapping and murder charges. Eventually, prosecutors were able to convince Charlene to testify against Gerald for a reduced sentence. Mm -hmm. So, you ready for it? Her prison sentence was 16 years and 8 months for 10 murders. So, this bitch kills, with her husband, 10 fucking people and gets 16 years and 8
0: months. Why is that an even number? Well I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, no, that's completely shitty. Yeah. If he gets an odd number, I swear to god I'm out of here. I'm gonna nope this all the way to my living room. <laughs>
1: okay. In June of nineteen eighty three, he Gerald was found guilty of murdering Craig Miller and Mary Elizabeth Sowers. Ooh, nineteen eighty three, odd fucking number. Yes. He was sentenced to death by the gas chamber and sent to San Quentin prison in California. He was found guilty of the murder and aggravated kidnapping of Karen Twiggs and Stacy Redican in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And he was sentenced to death there as well. It only took him four hours to deliberate.
0: <laughs> You're going to die here and here.
1: Yes. So let me back up a little bit too about like how long the jury's deliberated because there's some discrepancies in the research that I did. So one of the Article says in California when they that's when they tried him or that is where they tried him for Craig Miller and, and Mary Elizabeth Sowers case deliberated for three days.
0: Three odd number.
1: May of nineteen eighty three. So five. five eighty three. The Nevada trial was um, the one that I said they took four hours. Well, this ref- or resource said that it only took them two hours. So, I mean, two hours, four hours, either way. Yeah. He's convicted too. All right, so in 1997, Charlene uh, completed her sentence mm-hmm. and was released. Odd year. Uh huh, and July 7.
0: Oh, oh, mm hmm. We've uncovered a mystery. Okay, in 2002,
1: Gerald Gallego died of cancer in the Nevada prison. Man. While awaiting execution.
0: Cancer fucks everything up. Why couldn't it be 2003?
1: Why couldn't he have actually been put to death instead of, you yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, oh, totally. What Like, I'm not saying yay or nay on the death penalty in that. I'm saying, like, his sentence wasn't carried out because he died of cancer before. You know, yeah. that's in 2002. So, he sat on death row, well, I guess, yeah, from 84 to 2002. Wow when charlene was released from nevada's women's correctional facility on june
0: 17th she odd number
1: yes she was so actually all odd numbers cuz it was 1997 whoa. so it was 7171997 777
0: whoa mm-hmm. it was her lucky day i
1: mean Take me to the casino. <laughs> so there was so much like publicity and just shit surrounding her release that they actually had to do put a female deputy dressed up as her and like put her on a, a van to go outside the prison at like eight o'clock that morning. Yeah, like a decoy. as a decoy, yeah, because like all the journalists and stuff out there. Yeah, when really she had already left at six a.m. and the location that of like where she went only her attorney knew. And, like, the only people that knew she was leaving at 6 a.m. were obviously her attorney, the warden, and then, like, the three deputies that took her out of the jail. She did an interview with a journalist. I think this was about maybe in, like, the early, middle 2000s. Okay. And she was saying that when she first went to prison, she said, I truly believed I deserved the death penalty, even though there was no evidence against me. I knew somebody had to take responsibility for everything, and I
0: know he wouldn't. Okay. Okay. So, okay. She's a martyr. No, she's a murderer.
1: So, like, she would talked about how when she first met Gerald and how, like, he didn't even try to kiss me. He just, like, sent me flowers the next day. And that she said he portrayed to her parents that he was, like, the super family guy. And then she said, it like... St- soon after that kind of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing where it felt like she was, like, sinking in a mud puddle that she couldn't see her way out of. Yeah. And she said that, like, he eliminated things in her life piece by piece, person by person, until all I had around me were members of his family, and they're all like him, every one of them. Prison was freedom compared to being with him. When they started the rapes and the murders, she said that she didn't escape because she believed that, um... Gerald would hunt her down, even if she went to the police. And then she said, there were victims who died and there were victims who lived. It's taken me a hell of a long time to realize I'm one of the ones that
0: lived. I mean, I can see what she's saying, but... Yeah. Because, I mean, in actuality, he was a victim of his childhood, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's still an asshat and, you know... Yeah.
1: Okay. So, part of her plea deal was that she got... The minimum for first-degree murder, which was, like I said, the 16 years and eight months, for both Nevada and California. Okay. Those sentences were to run concurrently. Mm-hmm. So technically, she ple- She um, pleaded guilty to two counts of first-degree murder in California and one count of second-degree murder in Nevada. So in Nevada, she was going to be released early after just, like, six years of serving for good behavior. Wow. But California was like, if you don't finish... If you get out at six years, you have to come here and finish that 16 years and eight months because these are supposed to be served concurrently. Yeah. Just because they let you out for good behavior doesn't mean we are. And so she was scared that going to California prison, that Gerald had more connections there and that he was going to, like, carry out his threats on her life.
0: Yeah, well, because um, she turned on him.
1: Yeah. And so she pled guilty or pleaded guilty to another second degree murder charge in Nevada so that she could spend another six years in jail there Mm -hmm. and not like, you know, have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So she, since being out, she's changed her name. Oh, this is the part I forgot. This is the part I forgot. Okay. When they killed Craig Miller and Mary Elizabeth Sowers, Mm -hmm. Charlene was pregnant. Whoa. Mm-hmm. She and, like, the pictures that we have for the show notes, like, when she's being arraigned and stuff, she's pregnant. Like, yeah. clearly pregnant. And so she had the baby in jail, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I I believe her parents got custody of the child. So after she got out, she changed her name and everything because she couldn't live that life anymore. Yeah. Her big thing now is that she wants to help prevent women who have been abused and all of that from going through the same things that she did. She talked about wanting to start a hotline, kind of like a 911 for battered women, but she's like, even though they'll probably be too fearful to use it because I was kind of thing. But she says, Gerald didn't kill me. I didn't get the death penalty. God, for some reason decided I need to be here and it's to help other people. The past can't be undone, but the future can be helped. And so She's just, like, trying to adjust back to life on the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, She is just trying to do things like charity work and that sort of thing for... So, she
0: didn't have to register, like, as a sex offender or anything?
1: Was there a sex offender registry then? Because they were convicted in, like, 83, yeah, but she got out. And... But that doesn't matter. It's the conviction. Oh, so I like it has to be a part of your conviction. I think. Oh, and so like a, a condition of your convict or of your plea deal or whatever. Okay, and so I don't think that there wasn't a registry then. With this case, I'm very, very torn. Well, first of all, I don't want to take away from the victims so much with the why that we lose sight of the shit that they went through because yeah. I saw, like, a little six-minute clip of that interview that I talked about. Like, she's, like, behind a screen so you can't see her, like, because they're, like, hiding her identity yes. so that she doesn't get whatever. Well, that another little piece of something I saw had Mary Elizabeth Sauer's dad interviewed. And it's just, like, it's just soul-crushing, yeah. you know? And so, it's, like, part of me is, like, fuck you because ten people died. Mm-hmm. Nine women, one man, and an unborn child. Yes. Died. Gruesome death. And so part of me, like I said, is like, fuck you. But on the other hand, I'm like, was she a part of it because she was a victim herself? And so it's 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 that fine line of at what point do you are you no longer the victim and you're a participant? Versus, you know, and it's like every, you think about every episode of, like, Snapped that you watch. It's like, it's hard to trust the claims of, like, self-defense and all that with abuse when there's no history of it. Mm -hmm. But she has history of it, you know? We know that she had a sexual relationship with that woman and that he beat the shit out of her and, like, threw that woman out of a window. Yeah. We know that he has a history of hurting his daughter and his daughter's friend. We know that he had a history when he was... 13 of molesting a six-year-old child. You know, we know his history. It's there. Mm -hmm. So, and he abused his previous wives. Yeah. So, was her participation because she truly was a victim, too? Or did she get off just like him as a sexual
0: sadist? And I don't know. I don't think she got off as a sexual sadist. I think... She was a victim because she had to watch him kill them and stuff. But I think she was okay with him getting off doing whatever he wanted. You know, whatever. But she did too, though. I know. Because then she got to do what she wanted. What she wanted to do. If that's
1: what she... I mean, again, this is all speculation. Because yeah. we don't know if she got off. We don't know if, if she was forced in in those sexual encounters just like the
0: actual victims the well, murder victims were what about the girl who was thrown from the window right like what did she said did she say he you know what i mean like well but that that was a um consensual
1: like ménage à trois and then a consensual same sex sexual encounter that he came in on so okay, we okay, know yeah, yeah, yeah. that we know that she was was sexual was bisexual, yeah, in that way. I forgot that, yeah. and so, but again, is it one of those things where it's like, okay, you have this one story that doesn't mean that she was she wanted these victims of murder and these sexual assaults to perform those sexual things on her, you know, yeah, so it's like, and we'll never know because she's not gonna tell us she's already served her time, she's done. Well, and she's definitely, yeah, she's got her victim. She is playing the victim card. and And again, I hate to be like, it's bullshit because it may very well be true. You know, it's like, I don't want to take away what she's been through to say, well, she should have gotten help or she should have turned the gun on him or, you know, all these different things to kind of get out of those situations. Because, again, God only knows what. How we would react.
0: Right. My thing is, I feel like she could have been a victim and she could have been a victim for a while, but at some point there has to be a turning point Mm -hmm. and they got caught. That's why it happened. Well, you know what I mean? Like if they didn't get caught, would she have still been doing that? You know, like there has to be a turning point where you're like, okay, I'm just going to do it, you know, whatever. I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, and like one of the 10 articles. People. Uh huh. Ten people. I'm sorry. Like, I just cannot get a full victim. You know what I mean. Right. I can't give her that sympathy. I do sympathize because I'm. God bless her if she was forced in all of that because mm-hmm. she was submissive. So part of that, right, was her role, right? You know. So and then again, she got off on being submissive. Mm-hmm. So. She liked being under his control. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just so...
1: So Tangled. Yes. Well, and, okay, one article... I hate to even say this because...
0: Is it going to piss me off even more?
1: Probably. One article I read likened her situation to Germans during the Holocaust under Hitler's regime. Mm -hmm. In that... The German citizens, some of them did stuff that they would never have done had they not been in those situations. I don't like that they likened no. what she did to the Holocaust. No. That pisses me right the fuck off, but I can see the analogy, but it, it's a poor one. That is
0: such a fucking far stretch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I- told you it was going to piss you off. Y'all can't see me, but steam is coming out of my fucking ears. <laughs> Did she say that? Did she... Was that her thing? No, no, okay. no, no, Because no, no. I was about to... Well, it was her attorney that said it. Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> fuck you, Murphy. That was his name, Murphy. Oh, my gosh. Or her. I don't actually know. <laughs>
0: Either way, fuck you. Yeah. See, I knew someone, would. like, a journalist wasn't going to say that because mm-hmm. cause it's that fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. Oh, is lit. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And I'm sorry. She, I'm not going to view her as a victim. I'm making that stance right now because she has a fucking life. She got to change her name. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to tell anyone that what she did to people, Yep. under duress or whatever, yep. I'd still want to know. Because, again, if she, like, if she is attracted to those situations, mm-hmm. what does that mean if she's my neighbor and she gets another yep. deadbeat as a boyfriend? oh, she's a victim. Sorry. She can kill my kid. Like, no, I need to know this. Anyway, but she gets a life that no one has to know who she the fuck is now. And 10 people are fucking dead. 11 people
1: because of the unborn child. Some of the people's like anti-abortion arguments are like, you're okay with a child, a fetus at that age being aborted but this guy kills her and the fetus dies and so now it's a human that he should be prosecuted for i'm not saying yes or no i'm just saying like that's an argument for some anti-abortion versus like pro choice so
0: just a thought well here's my thing to that i'm listening if the woman wanted to do it her body he took that baby from her that's murder you know what i mean i'm Uh, yeah like i'm fine if you want to call abortion murder that's right but it's my right as a woman, as a mother. Mm-hmm. It's my body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I agree. But for you to try to use that against me, not you, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it matters when that life is taken without the mother's consent. Yep. That's what I feel like. Because the baby is part of the mother. It is so fucking true that the monsters who live among us. Are way more terrifying than anything. hmm 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 If you do look them up and you're
1: like, huh, why do they have an alias? Hers was Charlene File and his was Stephen File. And that was because when it was found out that he had molested his daughter, um, I think it was his daughter's stepdad. I'm a little fuzzy on those details. But, like, came after him with a gun and was like, we're calling the police because they found out. That's when when Charlene and Gerald took off to Nevada to mm-hmm. get married, and they got married under those under that alias name. So anyway, I just because I saw a, a another picture of them like with their like wanted posters basically, mm-hmm. and it had those aliases, and that's why. So I don't want people will be like, "Where'd that? Where that whole section's missing of the story?" Yeah, but there's a lot of details to this obviously that we didn't go through because I knew that the conversation of her was going to be long
0: Mm -hmm. like this is my least favorite story in a good way because it It makes you mad it makes you think it makes you yeah yeah
1: i just don't think it's fair i agree 16 years to me for
0: for murder 10 fucking counts and people who fucking do weed is are Mm -hmm. you know they die in fucking prison yep
1: and that, and that right there is the problem with our justice system. Yes. The quote unquote war on drugs has overpopulated the prisons mm-hmm. with marginalized individuals. Yes. Typically who are either of a minority race from a lower socioeconomic status mm-hmm. or have mental health issues that that is their coping mechanism, their self medication because there's the lack of mental health services in this country. Preach. And so it's just this obviously vicious cycle. I feel like you're not, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't feel the same way, but like our prisons are overpopulated for meaningless, not meaningless drug menial. Crimes. Yes. Because there is a whole like seedy underbelly to drug, the drug yes. trade. And yeah, it may just be a gram of pot. I don't even know how much that is. Or they're selling pot, but. It's kind of that whole like trafficking involvement that goes yeah. into that one yeah, dealer. Totally. Bit. So I'm not saying that like somebody dealing pot is a victimless crime. I'm not saying that. What I am saying though is that when you have men and women who have been caught up in the war on drugs and are serving twenty plus years for fucking mm-hmm. pot possession or meth or what have you, and then you've got this bitch serving sixteen years for murder. Yeah.
0: First degree murder yeah first degree unborn child, and you know the problem Buried t- alive like that's
1: it. oh, how is this not first degree murder with um like exigent circumstances, or what is it? um, that sounded right, it did didn't it?
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking extenuating circumstances, but yours sounded like right. <laughs> Well, some stuff, like, sorry, I just did a
1: quick Google search, and I think that's right, but other stuff will just say first-degree murder with special circumstances. Yeah. And so it's like, how is that not, how is that not the case for some of these? Yeah. I mean, not only was one of the victims pregnant, Mm -hmm. some of the victims were children. Right. 13 and 14 years old. That is a child. Yep, That is, that is the age of one of my nephews right now. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be like Dawson getting kidnapped. And yeah. murdered. I mean, like, what the fuck? I know. Again, like, with this, we could go round and round and round and round about her and, you know, playing devil's advocate against one, uh, not against, but with one another to say yeah. she was a victim. No, she wasn't a victim. You know, mm-hmm. it, I feel like it could go round and round and round. But I think the bottom line is— Everyone's a fucking victim of life. Bottom line is she served 16 years— And is out back walking among us. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I saw said that they believe that she is back in the Sacramento area. Like you said, living her life. Yeah. helping, Helping women who have been victims of abuse and gets to change her name and all that. And so the bottom line is it's not fucking fair. Yeah. There was a mention of them on Criminal Minds. Like they didn't base anybody off of it. Necessarily, I feel like I kind of remember this being in Criminal Minds, but I could be making that up. But there's like a Criminal Minds wiki, basically, that it's like all the serial killers and like their stories in Criminal Minds and like how it relates. But um, on one of the episodes, they just referenced them as like a killing duo kind of thing. The storyline must have been something similar that they referenced to, which is probably why I'm like, I feel like I remember this being on Criminal Minds. Yeah. But
0: so, Yeah. That's the uh, Gallegos. Okay, so we had your sad as fuck story mm-hmm. that pissed me right the fuck off. <laughs> you got um, lit. I, I love it though. No, I like it. It's not a bad thing. Okay, this one it's gonna be sad too. <laughs> Damn. So get your Prozac, your Lexapro. I take Zoloft. Okay, you're not gonna like this one because you you have to think about it. <laughs> hmm intriguing (laughs) no it's folklore so it's fake (laughs) news (laughs) um yes (laughs) well it just is so interesting to see like what people thought back in the day like what yeah they really believed Mm -hmm. and thank god i live here like now in this moment yeah even just, like, at the Waverly Hospital. Yeah. You know, like, those practices. Oh, my gosh. I know. I always think about
1: that. Like, what are we going to look back on in 50 and 100 years and go, what the
0: hell were yeah. we thinking? It's going to be, like, for uh, open heart surgery when they would crack open the chest and yeah. stuff. I mean, it, we're already Already moving moved away from it. Yeah. yeah. With the tavern and stuff. Well. But so, like. You know, I mean, your great grandkids are probably going to be like, and they tore open the chest and they had to do, you know what yeah. I mean? True. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, with the food and stuff,
1: with the genetically modified food oh, and stuff, yeah. they're going to be like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. No wonder you all died of cancer. <laughs> they're going to be like, it's been a thousand years and that chicken nugget is still edible. Yeah. <laughs> but not edible. But not yet.
1: and we still have those damn mcdonald's straws
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh you know you gotta stockpile them when they give it to you because sometimes they forget true but they're about to stop carrying them i think period oh yeah
1: i don't know if they're gonna like i don't know if they're gonna get those paper ones or what but yeah Yeah. they're like under a lot of heat right now from environmental organizations
0: well you know starbucks has started to do Like a no straw for the cold cup, Mm -hmm. the sippy kind of thing. Mm -hmm. People are up in arms about it because it's different, you know. People hate change. It's like uh, when, uh, me too, but it's like when the holiday thing came around, that whole Starbucks debacle. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, we have things to worry about here, like Donna editing the podcast on time. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Look, Donna busts her
1: ass on this podcast. (laughs) I'm so thankful for her because she does a lot of shit. (laughs) Thank you. Now, we just need to hire an editor.
0: Yeah, we are looking for an editor. If you know one. (laughs) (laughs) But we really are having fun. And Mm -hmm. I want an editor so that frees up more of my time so I can talk to y'all more. Do graphics, because that's, like, my favorite thing in the whole wide world. If you're not following us on Instagram, you are missing out. Yeah, we have some good shit on there. Oh, yeah. And by we, I mean Donna put some good (laughs) shit. (laughs) Meanwhile, they're like, Carrie, what do you do? (laughs) You do the math. That's it. It wouldn't be the same if we weren't here. But it's going to be so much better when we have an editor. But I don't know if I'm ready for someone to hear us unedited. We're going back in time, people. Can I guess what year? Uh, sure, cause I don't know if I know, but go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do know. 1874. Okay. Well, right time. Later on, I'll know the exact year. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dates, numbers, not your thing. Mm-mm. Or R words. <laughs> okay, this is something that is interesting to me and devastating because some of this gets pretty dark. Oh gosh. Have you ever heard of a changeling? Angelina Jolie? Yes! Look at me knowing things. What the fuck? Pod person. Never saw it, though. Oh, okay. Now we're bringing it back around. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie came back. <laughs> <laughs> but that you knew her name. Mm-hmm. That's it. I knew her name. But and I, I, the name I'm of the movie. A, I'm speechless. <laughs> I have no words. This never happens to me. <laughs> You know what movie that's from? Yeah, but I can't remember it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Carrie's back. (laughs) It's never been kissed. So, a changeling is a creature found in folklore, and it's mostly European countries. It's believed to be a fairy child that's been left in place of a human child. So, like, what you're thinking of is... I'm going to talk about that, but this is the origin. Okay. This is, like, again, where it's rooted in is folklore. Right. So new mothers this was like a huge fear for them because it said that you could find a hideous creature lying where your baby was oh my god hit you said a fairy I was okay you, like you <laughs> <laughs> No, i and like take your i not just kidding
1: but like legit was like like something nice not like a
0: yeah yeah fairy yeah this isn't a Disney fairy well, this is like a hobbit fairy this is like a what's that grim um, Grim Brothers Grim, yeah, mm hmm. So, um, I even put this I know it's silly sounding. <laughs> you were defensive writing this damn thing, mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> and I was like, but we live in a different time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also put, remember that we have knowledge that they did not have, so it's difficult to imagine how people lived back then, and again, if it's unknown, it's scary. Yeah. They just went about it ways that would be illegal.
1: All right. (laughs) I think you're going to be surprised with my reaction.
0: Well, just because, I I mean, like, I can understand and appreciate the, like you said, the lack of knowledge and the, the, you know,
1: I have that kind of insight.
0: Okay, okay. So you can understand things back in the day, but just don't talk about future things. Correct. Okay. So what I found as, like, a reason they feel like this came about is because the death rate in children was higher, Yeah, you know? And so it kind of was like a coping mechanism. Like if something was wrong, oh, it got changed with the fairy and that's not my kid. Yeah. You know, and so you detach yourself from it and you know what I mean? Well, I feel like even now
1: when something happens to an infant, a lot of times it's sudden infant death syndrome, which is just a catch-all diagnosis. I mean, it's not, we don't actually know what it is. right? It's just... Okay, something happened. This kid died. There was, there's no really
0: medical reason for it. Okay, well, that's changeling. <laughs> right. I mean, it could be. Yeah. We just call it sudden infant death syndrome now. Yeah. Because we like long words. We Since, like long things. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, like long straws. Because I hate those short straws when you get Look, a large. Do not give me a baby straw. No. If I get... A drum of pop. Right. Who says pop? It was a um
1: commercial. Oh, it okay. Was like, I think it was like a Trident commercial and they would like <laughs> said all the different ways you can say like a large Coke. Oh, okay. It was like a drum of pop, a barrel
0: of soda, a uh, blah, blah. I don't know. Oh. This is what she remembers, folks. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Human babies could be taken for several reasons, so I'm about to tell you some. Hit me with it. Got some bullet points, and those are my favorite. Not my favorite bullet. We talked about that earlier. I mean, get you some double A's, (laughs) cozy up in your bed. (sighs) Our tagline for this uh, podcast should just be, TMI, deal with it. (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) you're going to know too much about us. We don't leave you wanting more. I was about to say, (laughs) we don't leave anything to the imagination. No. We want you to picture it. We want to... Uh, yeah. Describe in detail. I mean, you already know what Carrie sounds like. True. When she's getting horned. I was just about to say, (laughs) when I get horned. Oh, gosh. Okay, number one would be to replace an unattractive fairy child or one that's sick. So the fairies are like, this one needs... Like, because, again, they thought fairies, their kids are sick. They need human, um, like, milk and, oh, like, a mom's okay, okay, milk. Okay, 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 you know okay, what okay. I mean? Yeah.
1: So switch the kids out for a little while. Get yeah. Get healthy from the breast milk or whatever and then switch it back. Yeah.
0: Got it. So that's, like, why it could be that unattractive is, you know, just, like, ooh, you ugly. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You ugly. <laughs> We go from that to... One of the rumors is that fairies would like to feed on the children. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, so another reason is that it's believed that it might have been a way to punish humans. Like, if if they have... If the humans have, like, fairies are stupid. They don't exist. I don't know what that accent was, but Whatever. You know, so if they disrespect them or if they're, like, Wait, they're is, not real. Is Robert the doll a fairy? Dude, I don't even know. Because that sounds like him. True. Oh, my gosh. What if you went into your kid's room and you're like, oh, hey, and Robert the doll was laying in the bed. Instead of your kid? Yes. Uh-uh. And he has a little lion. With his little sailor outfit? Mm-hmm. Nope, nope,
1: and nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'd
0: be like, yeah, nope, and go backwards. I mean,
1: moonwalk right up out that room. Yep.
0: (laughs) Even though I can't do it. (laughs) Or I would kill over, but... Okay, and then, of course, polar opposites, another reason. Some version of changeling lore says that fairies loved humans, and they kind of thought of them as... Better, you know, like they're more beautiful. They're more what you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So they wanted their fairy child to grow up, yeah, in that, yeah, and they wanted to have one of their own, right? Like, why would you not want the prettiest thing ever? And also, I mean, fairies are known to be mischievous and all of that. I mean, think about every yeah thing you know, you know, yeah. So, you would want someone that is more calm and right. whatever. All I picture is like uh child, no, not child's play, problem child, that mm-hmm. little redheaded guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was like, what, the Dennis the Menace, but not Dennis the Menace? He was he like. Was the, he was the like PG 13 Dennis the Menace. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Another belief this brings in. Trolls. And not the kind that have the I got the feeling inside or my bones. Thanks, JT. Uh, it's from that movie. I know. Okay. I mean, I got it. But I was trying to do, like, the other troll. Like, our, when we grew up. Those trolls. With, like, the little jewel in the belly. Yeah. Which I had, like, so many of those. They were my pencil eraser things. Like, you can put them uh-huh. over it. <laughs> thought I was so cool. Um, okay. Again, they thought it was better for their child to have a human upbringing. But like I was saying, they didn't think their children were like bad, like the fairies did. But they wanted it to have that. It's like a foreign exchange student or something. You know, like we want you to have this experience. Yeah. You know, like see and what the world has to, to, us, to offer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Also, though, with the trolls. This was uh, their thinking. And it kind of went over to the fairies and stuff, too. But um, they said that if a child was unbaptized, it could be taken. So if you baptized your children, they sh- they have less of a chance. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not 100%. But so, again, it goes back to religion, you know. Right. Of course. Which is also... Probably mostly
1: folklore where people, <laughs> but, you know, it's people yeah. trying to explain things and people trying to give meaning to things that may not necessarily have meaning, and yeah. you know, to kind of figure things out and make sense of things. Like, oh, if I pray for this, it might come true. Yeah. Whether you believe if you pray to God or to the earth or to right. the moon or, you know, like, no matter, you know, I'm not calling out a religion. I'm saying yeah. just in general, that's people's way of trying to make sense of their world.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's true. Thanks. Insightful. Told you I could be. I know. That's what I need. I'm low comedy. You're insightful. (laughs) Okay. And so here's a little sinister thing for you. Ready. The Scottish believe that the fairies did a deal with the devil. And so every seven years, they have to have a blood sacrifice to him and they're not going to sacrifice one of their their own own. right and so that they will abduct a child for that blood tithe okay so in ireland they say that if you look at a baby with envy it's called overlooking the baby um was dangerous and it endangered the baby or it endangered You and your baby or whatever. So they said that if you admired a woman or were envious of what she had and her child and all of that, like, I guess the fairies could sense that and they're going to prey on that and kind of punish you. Yeah. So. uh,
1: Or it was a way of the times to manage like a caste system to not be envious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. Yep. Okay, 10 signs that your child is a changeling. Number one, their name is Carrie. <laughs> All right, for real, for real. If your child, oh my god, this could be you. <laughs> if your child has unusual features or birthmarks, but I was just thinking like your freckles or something, do you have any birthmarks? I have one on my stomach. You fucking changeling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think I have a birth... Oh, well, no, I don't have a birthmark. I just have, like, a freckle in my ear or something I have a freckle in the back of the side of my ear. Oh, my God, you're my doppelganger. This could also be you. God, dog. <laughs> that's why I can't remember anything. I'm a changeling. If they have an aversion to iron... You don't have an aversion, but you always need it. <laughs> I definitely have a deficit. Yes. This is me. If they're left-handed... You know what? What? My parents switched me. Fuck! She is a changeling! That's why you actually like this topic. Oh, God. <laughs> you're telling me about my people. No, you're like, actually, I fact checked that already, and my m- grandmother said that's not true. <laughs> okay, um, could also be you. You have a sudden streak of bad luck. <laughs> My whole life is bad luck. <laughs> no. So they're saying if you get a changeling and if you your notice. Changes. <laughs> that's probably where it came from. No. So it'll say like, if you notice that, you know, you're, well, this is back in the day. So they didn't have cars, but like your car broke, broke down. You locked your keys inside your house Somebody stole your credit card. That yeah. yeah. All of that kind of piles up and you're like, what the fuck is, you know, yeah. Mercury in retrograde? <laughs> no, you got a fucking change they <laughs> So, they're sad. Um Could also be you. Oh, God. Cries all the time. I do not. <laughs> no, that's also me. I was going to say. Also could be both of us. Oh, God. Won't stop eating. Oh gosh, that, that's the damn truth. <laughs> Give bottom, me all of the food. Uh huh. Bottomless pit. Party of two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, so I mean, I'm a changeling. Yeah. I mean, if eight out of ten, I mean, we haven't even got to the other ones. Oh shit! This is so. Oh my god! I have unlocked my life. Yeah. Holy shit! Okay, seven. If your child starts misbehaving. I was a little shithead of a kid, wasn't mm-hmm. I? Um, still are. <laughs> uh, oh, thanks are saying I'm little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Also, you, unusually intelligent. That ain't me. It is. You're, you. You don't have common sense. <laughs> Book smart. You're all there. I'm really not though. You really are. So they're saying your child was dumb. And if he's like, if it's me and it's like, I know what a prime number is, you're like, oh fuck, changeling. <laughs> like, be like, Quick. this kid knows third grade math. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, what's three plus one? And I'm like, four. Fuck. <laughs> okay, number nine. Again, could be you. Aggressive or mean. Oh, yeah, that's me.
1: <laughs> Especially me before my Zoloft. <laughs> Getting on Zoloft was like life changing for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I highly recommend it if you, if you need it. Yeah, we are definitely uh, pro medication. Uh huh. Because <laughs> I take Lexapro. Okay, this is not really you, but could be sometimes. Unusually withdrawn. But yes, I can do that. <laughs> yeah. When well, because here's the thing hey, here's the thing, people. She wants to talk when she wants to talk, but (laughs) if I try to talk, she don't want to talk sometimes. (laughs) Like, she will come over to my house, get here, and I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's, like, playing Candy Crush, and I'm like, you don't want to talk? No, not yet. I'm like, you came over to my house. (laughs) What the hell? And then, like, by this time, I'm, like, invested in something, and then she's like, oh, so... (laughs) <laughs> blah 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 blah. <laughs> but Y'all. I have ADHD, so I'm like, Bing, Bing, Bing. Okay, like that's why we work. Oh my God, that's great. You don't know me at all. <laughs> okay, so how do you get your baby back? I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Chilies. baby back ribs. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> Sponsored. No, <I'm laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that was not a commercial. Skippers. The brothers Graham. Since you brought that up. <gasps> Mm -hmm. Well, isn't that weird? Uh, sure, changeling. (laughs) Trying to throw me off. (laughs) Oh, how did I happen to know that? (laughs) (laughs) Tee-hee, tee-hee. Well, when I go through this, if you laugh, I'll for real know that you are a changeling. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I was going to (laughs) say. Pressure. Okay, so they kind of gave like a little rundown of it um, from a story they they did mid-19th century Germany. A mother had her child taken from the cradle by elves. In its place laid a changeling with a thick head and staring eyes that would do nothing but eat and drink. You don't have a big head. Isn't that what babies do? I have a big head. Well... They're saying, like, ungodly amount. Okay. Because, I mean, apparently back in the day, they didn't do all this. Okay. Then, in distress, she went to a neighbor and asked advice. Like, girl, help me out.
1: That's how she said it. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. In
0: English, too, in Germany. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't
0: try. I, I, <laughs> damn, you saw my mouth, huh? I was, like, trying to move it. She was like, wiener schnitzel. <laughs> wiener.
1: <laughs> God. Actually, it be Wiener schnitzel, yeah, right? Yeah, Wiener.
0: Sorry, everyone in Germany. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do love German accents. Mm-hmm. They're, like, strong. Right? Stoic. Mm-hmm. Men of few words. Mm-hmm. So the neighbor said, here's what you're going to do, girl. You carry that little changeling into the kitchen, set it on the hearth, make a fire, boil water <gasps> in two eggshells. Bowl water in two eggshells? In two eggshells. Not bowl water and nope. two eggshells. Nope. and That would be hard. Mm hmm. Um, she said that should make the changeling laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking changeling. I knew it. I knew it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: just like picturing this mom with this. Baby sitting on a hearth with two eggshells in like this <laughs> massive pot, just with like a little bit of water in these eggshells, mm-hmm. and the baby starts laughing. And then I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm laughing now." Donna really does think of a changeling because you said,
0: "Don't laugh." Like if you laugh yeah. at this, I know you were. Well, you knew a lot of detail to not be a changeling. Um, you just told me this. Oh details. no, no, no! I didn't tell you anything about the pot. Okay. Um. So, uh, the woman did everything as her neighbor said. She was like, check, check, check. Eggshells, check. When she placed the eggshells filled with water over the fire, the changeling said, Those are big eggshells. No. <laughs> that's, not, that's not it. <laughs> no. <laughs> your, your eyes were like, what? <laughs> I gave you the Britney Spears look. <laughs> okay. It said... Now I'm as old as the Western Wood, but have never seen anyone cooking in shells. I'm I'm sure there's actually a version that's like, you know, in German and It makes more sense and it is more poetic. Yeah, but that's what it is here. But Okay. I mean I picture like you know that talking baby or that dancing baby from Allie yes. McNeil. Like that's kind of like what I picture that anyway. So he gave himself away because he's like, I'm as old as Westerwood. Yeah. I don't know. And I mean, I'm picturing like a baby. Yeah. That wouldn't picturing, have been like, like, like a seven month old baby. Yeah. So then he began laughing about it. Ho ho ho. Papa as usual. When he laughed, a band of little elves suddenly appeared. Okay. So they came, got him. Now I picture. Like they did all the people on Willy Wonka for real. Yeah. Like getting them out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then they took the rightful child back and set it on the hearth and was like, peace out, homie. It worked. It worked. So cooking eggshells, I'm gonna do that and see about you. Um, okay. So that's like a funny story and lighthearted, but here's where we get trigger warnings. The other way of getting your child back would be to torture the <gasps> changeling. Yeah. Uh, so this was pretty much, you know, abuse, child yeah, abuse. Yeah. And so they had a lot of cases of child abuse. Oh, God. Um, So in Scandinavia, most um are said to be afraid of iron. Like in, in folklore, all of their like, creatures and stuff are afraid of iron. I wonder if there were a lot of, like, blacksmiths and stuff in the area. And, like, that, like, why iron, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, like, elemental, Mm -hmm. you know? Earth, wind, fire, shit, yeah. Yeah, so, and they are elemental creatures and stuff. So, I don't know. Okay, so, because of the whole iron thing... Scandinavian parents would often place iron, such as a pair of scissors <gasps> or a knife, on top of an unbaptized infant's cradle. Oh my gosh! Some would put it underneath, like the pillow. No. Yes. So, um, it said that uh, it's believed that if a human child was taken, despite those me- those measures, uh, the parents could force the return of the child. By, by uh, treating the changeling cruelly, such as, like, whipping, but to the point of... Like, flogging. Yeah. Or inserting the child me. into a heated oven. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. And people did that. Oh my God. A man roasted his child... Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1826, Anne Roche bathed uh, Michael Leahy, a four-year-old boy who was unable to speak or stand. She bathed him three times in the Flesk River, I think is how you say it. And he drowned the third time because she was, like, holding him under yeah. each time. And so I wonder, did the kid have, like— well? I'm going to get to that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so she swore that she was merely attempting to drive the fairy out of him, and the jury actually acquitted her of the murder. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Other people, Uh, there was one that a neighbor, the mom, couldn't do anything. She couldn't hurt a child that... Looked like her child. Yeah, and she's like, you know... Maybe it's not a changeling. Maybe, you know. Yeah. Being a mother. Yeah. You know. But her neighbor, she's like, ooh, Linda's, looky, looky, Linda's out. Let me twinkle toes over there. <laughs> and she got the baby. Well, first, she got a shovel. Oh, no. And heated it up. No. Mm-hmm. And then put the baby on the shovel. <gasps> And placed it over the, like, in the hearth in yes. the open oven. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, shit, baby. Mm-hmm. And then buried it. Oh. But, but what's the point? Because with that, then the real baby should, should come, come back. back. So why would the fairies give you back your baby if you killed theirs? Well, the whole thing is that they should, they should come back while you're torturing it, to be like, hold up. Okay, stop. Don't kill yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But if they don't, but then some believe, like, if they do die, like, oh, you can bury them, do whatever, and then one would arrive. You know, like, the baby would come back, even so. Yeah. But never happened. Right. So, what you were getting at was the reality behind... The changeling legends was often the birth of deformed or development developmentally disabled children. So, children with disabilities or dis or diseases. So, a child with autism, cystic fibrosis, that progeria, the large mm-hmm. head, spina bifida, Down syndrome, uh, and cerebral palsy. Just to name some of them. Yeah. And uh, it said that there was a greater incident of birth defects in boys. And that correlates with the legend that most of the changelings would be with the male. Well, and but that whole,
1: that rings true, too, though. Because um, I think Down syndrome is more common in boys. Hmm. Autism is more common in boys. Cerebral palsy is more common wow. in boys. Muscular dystrophy is more common in boys. Like, all these diseases wow. that are more common could i say more common in boys one more time <laughs> but in the but okay because see when i'm picturing these stories i'm picturing all the kids are like seven months old but when you said that kid was like four mm-hmm. that surprised me but four especially in that one thing you talked about mm-hmm. too would be the time that kids would start having that regression yeah with autism spectrum disorder, yeah, and so it would make sense that they would be like, Well, my kid was developmentally typical, mm-hmm. and then you know, they kind of hit that three four age and started regressing, yeah, because of autism spectrum disorder. And so they're like, Well, it, it must be a changeling, yeah, what I mean, why would they just change, right? Yep,
0: isn't that sad? Breaks my heart, yes. Um, so changelings could be adults but it was rare but there was one case and it is the case of Bridget Clary
1: okay weird that it's a female cuz in my head i was like was it somebody
0: like like a man going through like a midlife crisis we shall see okay <laughs> um don't put your thinking hat on put your listening, listening ears yes <laughs> And we say ears like that because you have L ears because you're a changeling. (laughs) 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 I told him today at work. And that's why you walk so fast because you have wings that I can't see. I told him at work how we
1: were talking about that. Because I said something like the only thing little on me is my ears. And I said because they fit in our podcast headphones. They Uh like fit in the cutout.
0: Yes. Well, that's how they're supposed to. Uh I just have large ones. (laughs) Everything on me is big besides my veins. Okay. And I got problems with them. (laughs) Yeah, you have little toes. Oh, yeah. Well, little toenails. (laughs) 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 We really do tell them all of our shit. Picture it. (laughs) This is my life story. Bridget was the wife of Michael Clary, and they... Regard were bah, 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 bah. <laughs> they were regarded as a happy couple, you know whatever they're in their twenties. Um, well, she's in her twenties; he's like in her in his thirties. Okay. Um. So they lived in a cottage near Tipperary. I think is how you say it. Yeah, I know of that. Uh huh. In Ireland, and did I say this? It was in the eighteen nineties. No. But the previous stories were in, like, the 1820s. Yeah. So I had assumed. Okay, so they lived in this little cottage with uh, Bridget's father. His name is Patrick Boland. 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 That's right. <laughs> sure. We're just going to call him Old Patty. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they didn't have any children. So, yeah, it says Michael was nine years Bridget's senior. So she was, like, 26 at this time. So... 35. Mm-hmm. Kilt it with the I math. am a
1: changeling. Kilt it with the math. Boom, boom, boom. Winning at life.
0: Yes. Living your best life. So, okay. Did the math. I'm awesome. He earned a different... <laughs> okay, I did math and now I can't read. <laughs> um, <laughs> one or the other. Uh, so, he earned a decent salary. He was a Cooper... I think is what they said and it was something about like barrels. I don't even know. I didn't research that much. But it was something about barrels. Maybe he like cleaned them. Okay, Carrie just looked it up and I was pretty much right. Mhm. Uh they make the barrels. Um Bridget was not your average person and even though Michael made good money and stuff, she was independent and yes. mhm and uh, she actually had extra income as a seamstress because she liked fashion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she also sold eggs. So she had, like, some hens, you know, obviously. I mean, she didn't sell her eggs. <laughs> we're not to that point yet. <laughs> so they said that um, they were more prosperous than their neighbors just because they had two incomes, basically. Mm-hmm. And in something I read... It was like, she could do it on her own. Like, she didn't need her husband because she made enough to sustain herself. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Bridget. Yep. But, you know. Or is it Brigitte? It might be Brigitte. But old Donna here says, Bridget. <laughs> um, oh, my God. that. My life is in movies. But that just reminded me when, uh, I won't tell you, but you tell me what movie this is. He's not really my uncle Bridge, oh thing they never are dear um pre woman, yep, anyway, so apparently that's the only Bridget I know, but I love that part, okay, so following the death of Bridget's mother, they found themselves this is how they got to live with her dad, okay, they found themselves responsible for her, for her father, dad. yeah, yeah, okay, so since he was living with them. That enabled them to secure a house on this little plot of land that is made for laborers. Because back in the day, he was a laborer. So it's something that they couldn't have got on their own. Yeah. Okay, so um, they were actually able to acquire that cottage um, because it seemed like there was no interest in that cottage either. Uh, because it was built on a site that was a supposed, like, fairy fort. It's a circular earthen dwelling. So, picture it. hmm It's like, think of crop circles, but they have stone and soil. Like, it's built of earth things. But, you know, like, think of Ireland and stuff, and you think of, like, but, like, on Frozen, when they go to the troll place yes. or whatever it is, yes, like in a circle yeah. and all that that's what this is i'll put a picture in the show notes yeah in the show okay. notes about it okay so on march 4th she went to deliver eggs to her father's cousin jack dune but it was like a little ways walk but she could walk it so she did mm-hmm. well um on her way back the weather kind of changed and it got really cold. So uh, she spent the following day in bed shivering and complaining of a raging pain in her head. They called for the doctor. Not like called because they didn't have a phone. But, you know, they sent, sent for a word. doctor. Yeah. Um, like smoke signals, something. <laughs> a flare. Um, just gonna... Yeah. <laughs> they sent black-eyed kids to the yeah. thing. They sent a, a dove to the letter. <laughs> a, oh, the pigeon.
1: Yeah, which is a dove. Oh, is it? Yeah, a pigeon's just an ugly dove. Doves are white, pigeons
0: are not. I had no idea that was that. They're the exact same bird. Wow. Mind blown. Stick with me, kid. Don't say we're not an educational podcast. (laughs) Okay, God, we're not. (laughs) are you there god it's me i don't know if y'all could hear that but there was a loud clap of thunder well and if you're in the facebook group i literally just posted
1: because um while we're recording like we had just taken a break and came back to record more and like we're like record like hit the record button could i say record one more time jesus (laughs) and it was like and the power went out
0: we both
1: went fuck
0: yes but then it kicked back on so, here we are. Yes. Um, but, so, now it's, like, thundering. And if y'all heard it last, last time. Last week. Last week it was, um, was it Alberto coming through? Yeah. The tropical storm? Yeah.
1: That's why it was. I don't even know what the hell this is. I don't either. This is just, because it's like a lightning storm. Like, it's not yeah. raining. It's just. Sh- it sounded like it was raining. Oh, yeah, I hear it now. Well, I guess... Okay, just kidding. Oh, that was a lie. She is not a weather
0: person, a meteorologist. meteorologist.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but whenever uh, we took the break, it was like just like endless lightning. Like, it was like a lightning storm. Can you say that one more time? Lightning slash lightning, depending on (laughs) if I'm letting my accent come out or not. Um, And then just, like, it was, like, continuous rumble of thunder. Yeah. Like, it didn't. That was
0: actually my stomach, but whatever. (laughs) 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 That damn cheesecake we had at dinner. (laughs) Don't tell (laughs) them. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Back to old Bridget. Back to reality. So they sent for the doctor. Excuse me, trying to record a podcast. I mean, come on, guys. (laughs) It's your freaking fairy people. They're pissed that y'all you're telling all of our secrets. Mm Mm-hmm. Here she is. Okay, so that Saturday, her father walked four miles in the snow both ways. No. Uphill. (laughs) (laughs) But he did walk in heavy rain. To get the doctor because he hadn't came yet. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, okay, she's still not feeling well. Yeah. But the doctor wasn't able to visit until the following Wednesday. By then, Michael, he had went himself to summon him twice. And they finally got the doctor there. And he said that she had nervous excitement and slight bronchitis. Oh, no. But they're like, okay. You know, and he gave them some concoction. You know, well, Michael, he he talked to this guy who knew of fairy legend and history and stuff, and he's like, "Hmm, oh, Bridget there, she might not be Bridget." Oh, no. And Michael's like, "Wait a tick. By God, I think you're onto something, right?" So, he said that Bridget was, "quote too fine to be his wife and that she was, quote, two inches taller than the woman he had known. Yeah. And so he said that she liked to go by the ferry ford and and it's like mystical and you shouldn't go there. You know, that kind of ooh, Mm -hmm. ah,
1: greenery,
0: (laughs) rocks. Yes. I mean, right there, that turns me off. I mean, look,
1: Put a camper out there with an air conditioner and a toilet inside. I'm there.
0: <laughs> yes. Did you say an AC though? Because that is the most uh, awesome. Yes. Okay. I, that was number
1: two. Okay. A camper
0: with an air conditioner and a toilet. Oh, air conditioner
1: yeah. trumped toilet.
0: Oh, perfect for, for sure. Uh, definitely. Okay. I mean, we can MacGyver something. I mean, leaves. I could take some wet ones. I always <laughs> have a stock
1: of wet ones. <laughs>
0: Oh, there's that TMI again. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So, here's where things take a turn. Speaking about that toilet, what my the fuck. <laughs> Good segue. Um Michael got some of his buddies that came over and was like, "Oh yeah, she doesn't look right, man. Something's going on, you know?" And they threw urine on her. Oh. And shook her. Uh, while they're shaking her and throwing their fucking urine on them, Herb, um, <laughs> but uh, they were whoop. They would yell, "Away with you! Come home, Bridget Boland, Boland! What is it? God, oh. they didn't know either." <laughs> so they're like, "Away with you! Come home, Bridget Boland!" In the name of God,
1: they just had to throw that in there just to uh,
0: just you know, to make sure. Cherry on top. Look.
1: Cross all your T's, dot all your I's, Uh a little bit of God, a little bit of trolls, a little bit of fairies, (laughs) a little bit of urine. I mean, you had something to seal the deal. I mean, a little something for everyone. Mm -hmm. They were all inclusive.
0: They sprinkled their tinkle. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's the title of the episode. (laughs) Okay, so other relatives and neighbors came and went witnessing her ordeal, hearing her screams, uh, but they were too scared to intervene. Michael asked Bridget to answer her name three times. Are you Bridget Bolin, wife of Michael Clary, in the name of God? Why do they have different last names, I wonder? I guess they were saying that because, like, that's her given name. Mm, okay. I don't know. This is just what they wrote, and it was in quotes, so I feel yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, just don't thought. question me, changeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you Chingling now. Chinglingling. Mm hmm.
1: Um, what? my last name is Easterling.
0: <gasps> oh, did you like mind fuck me? And this is why I covered this. Like, <laughs> you're over there in your room, like with your little fingers. Like, what oh, do you call that? You're saying they're little. What do you call that? What I'm doing Plotting? right now? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like strumming my pain with your fingers. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I feel like this is the episode. Where we go off on eight million tangents, me too. Yes, and I hope that's okay. <laughs> but also, where I found a pattern with prime numbers, learn what those were, um, <laughs> and <laughs> and I found out that you're a changeling, and all signs point to yes. I mean, it's like a whole new world for you. Just call you Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And you're Aladdin. Who also changed (gasps) in the movie? What the fuck just happened? I don't know who the fuck you are. (laughs) Just don't (laughs) be Jafar. Okay, hatch kids, hatch your wives, because she is coming for y'all's babies. (laughs) So then the men brought her over to the fireplace. No. And held her over the grate. No. Because, you know, they were known to drive out the fairies and they repeated the questioning. She said, yes. (laughs) Like, you know. That's my name. That's my name. Yeah. So, okay. Now it's March 15th. This is the first time in 11 days that Bridget actually feels okay. And so she gets out of bed. She's dressed in her normal. Like clothes, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like wanting to present herself better. Yeah. You know, like I'm all good. Yeah. I can dress myself. I can walk. Yeah. I can be out. So they had several family members over for tea. Then Michael spilled the tea. You know, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite ominous. Yes. And. That's where this is going to go. You know what? We had no budget, but God is pulling us through. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Now, if you can just uh, edit this for us. uh, (laughs) Too much to ask? An argument ensues. Can you guess why they started to argue? She wanted one lump, not two, of sugar? You're almost right. Yo, are you Bridget? <laughs> Golly. Okay. No. She asked for some milk.
1: <gasps> I swear to God, I almost said milk, and I didn't. <laughs> I said sugar. If I would have said the milk, can we rewind universe and let me say the milk
0: so that I can see her shit her pants? Um, I would have. I would have been fucking flabbergasted. Okay, you with these alliterations these past couple episodes? I like it. It tickles my fancy too much (laughs) no tickle away her saying can i have some milk please they were like bridget doesn't drink milk no but it michael was like milk you say hmm Hmm?" because fairies are known to To yearn for fresh milk (laughs) michael
1: did she drink milk in her tea always probably then it's not new but it's like damn people can try new things right Meanwhile, she probably just had a migraine because if it was, like, a sudden drop in temperature like that or, like, and the rain was coming. Yeah. Those are triggers for my migraines. Yeah. And so she probably legit just had a migraine for, like, <laughs> days on end. Right. Especially because there was no freaking medicine for it. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, throwing urine on her and yelling and shaking. Which she needs to just be in a dark room and
0: sleeping. Yeah. So they're making the headache worse besides, like, sans the fact that they're torturing her. Yep. Well, I guess I can tell you this now. She had pneumonia. Oh. But I mean. From the. From crazy. the weather and stuff. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. It still was treatable and should not have been something that got him all suspicious. So he was like, "Milky, you say. And um, he was like, where were you on the night? No, nah, I'm just kidding. But you know, like, that's how I feel like he's like. Skirt? Yeah. Wait, what? So then he uh, questioned her more about Are you Bridget? Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, For the hundredth time, yes. Yes. So then she's like. So then she is, like, exhausted, yeah. you know, because she's not feeling tip-top, but she's, like, yeah. putting on her airs and, you know. Yeah. So she probably didn't want to be questioned anymore. And so she was just like, you know what? Your mother used to go to the fairies, and that's why you think I'm going with them. <sighs> Dang. She aired all his dirty mm-hmm. laundry. Um, And so Michael was, like, fuming. Yeah. And so he demanded that she eat three pieces of bread and jam, and this says perhaps to reinforce his control over her, but uh, she was like, "Um, I'm not doing carbs right now, right?" but, uh, and then he was like, "Say your name. Like, say your name, but um, mouthful, that's rude." <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh,, she answered twice and ate two of the three pieces. But when she hesitated for a moment with the third, her husband flung her on the ground and threatened her. If you don't take it, down you will go. Michael jabbed his knee into her chest, forcing the bread and jam down Bridget's throat. Then he began tearing off her clothes, leaving only her undergarments. Then grabbed a hot stick from the fire, (gasps) held it close to her mouth, and he then struck her head against the floor. And then, with that... Coker? hmm He lit her on fire, <gasps> her undergarments on fire. Then, within a few minutes, he poured lamp oil over her, encouraging the flames to rise no! up and engulf her. <gasps> uh, he reportedly said, while she burned, It is not my wife. I'm not going to keep an old witch in the place of my wife. So I must get back my wife. You will soon see her go up the chimney. Speaking of the changeling, yeah, going up the chimney from the flames. No. So, once the flames had died down, because I mean, you have to think about this too. There were people there, like all her family was over and friends. Just having some fucking tea. So once the flames had died down, Michael wrapped her body in a sheet and shoved it in an old bag. Then he left the house, locking relatives inside with the corpse. (gasps) Like, so she's in a bag, burned with her family there. Could you imagine what it smelled like? Oh my gosh. Um, So they waited for about half an hour, praying. But that ain't gonna help you right now, honey. So, when Michael returned, he was wielding a knife and threatened to kill Bridget's family if they talked to the police. Because he knew what he was doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. One of that
1: fucking insurance money. <laughs> he should have went with Geico.
0: <laughs> Aflack. <laughs> that is actually who my life insurance is through. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So, then he got her cousin, Patrick Kennedy... To help him bury Bridget's body because he threatened him with the knife. And he said, come out here now. I have the hole nearly made. So when he locked them in, he was digging a hole. Oh my gosh. It said, so the two men carried the body to a boggy area about a quarter mile uphill from the cottage. Buried it in a shallow hole. Then back at the cottage, he again threatened them and was like, you know... This day's here. Yeah. Or y'all get that same treatment kind of thing. Bridget was only 26 years old. <gasps> no! Yeah. Um, so people started spreading rumors about Bridget being missing. Like... Bless it. Hmm. And uh, so then they said that it was a fairy crime. You know, like they. Yeah. Because everyone's believing this. Yeah. Um. So then the police finally start looking for her. And Michael's act, acting kind of weird because he's thinking that his wife's going to come home mm-hmm. because he killed the changeling. Mm-hmm. Well, the police found her body in that shallow grave. Can you imagine how burned she was and stuff? Oh, but it God. did say that uh, her face wasn't. Really burned that badly. And so, could you imagine, like... Oh, gosh. Like, just to be able to see her expression and stuff. You no. know what oh, I mean? Oh, God. Just breaks my heart. Bless it. God. For nothing, you know? So, on July 5th, 1895, after a two-day trial, Michael was found guilty of manslaughter and imprisoned for 15 years. Damn. Um, Jack... Uh, done that the cousin, Patrick, her her, her, her dad, dad, and four of Bridget's cousins would have to serve time to, ranging from six months to five years. They were found guilty of wounding, I think is how you say it. Um, Basically desecrating um, a corpse. Kind yeah, of like causing bodily harm with intent. Okay. You know. So, just to kind of put that into perspective though,
1: of um, the story I did, mm-hmm. and Eighteen ninety five. You said uh-huh. he got fifteen years for manslaughter. Charlene got sixteen years for first degree murder. Yeah.
0: Yes. Continue. Mm-hmm. Don't mind you I had to bring her back up. <laughs> so the uh, the judge had ruled out the verdict of murder because he said that he acted out of genuine belief that his wife was a changeling. Oh my God. Um, but as the part of the trial, the jury was actually led out to the storage building where Bridget's body was being held for burial and it was available for viewing. Oh my God. Uh, and they were given the opportunity to see the condition of the body and the extent of her injuries. And then they said it says to also personally verify that it was Bridget because they could look at her face. Her face, yeah. What the jury witnessed in the outbuilding convinced them of the horrible suffering Bridget had endured prior to death. Bless it. And this is like over almost three weeks of just. Can you imagine how decomposed she was too at that point? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean her her torture was over three weeks. Uh, You know what I mean? Because it was like gotcha, gotcha. Different days of mm. shit. Yeah, because the day that she was burned was 11 days. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it was a couple of days before they found her body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh. Um, so, I don't know how she became known as this, but she is known as the last witch to be burned in Ireland. She's not a witch. Right. You know? Right. But I guess that's because it was all well, he mystical said, and... But he, he said... Um, Michael was like, I'm not going to have a witch oh, for my true, wife, so maybe true, that's true. why. So there's actually an Irish children's rhyme, and it says, uh, Are you a witch, or are you a fairy, or are you the wife of Michael Clary? <gasps> Yes, isn't that crazy? Whoa, so with that story, people did say that they believe Michael kind of saw this as an opportunity mm-hmm. because he was jealous that she was making just as much money as he was, mm-hmm. you know, she was beautiful, um, and it was rumored that she was having an affair, but I don't think she was. It was just him being paranoid and right, you know, insecure, but so when he got this. Chance, And then that friend was like, ooh, and he's like, ooh, yes, Mm -hmm. you know. And, of course, he's playing on everyone else's beliefs. Right. Which still goes on. Well, and, too, because it's like he, I feel like he
1: would not have threatened the family. Don't Mm -hmm. you go to the police if he truly believed that what he was doing was because she was a changeling. Yeah, right. Both of these stories, they get off way too easily. right. Well, and it's like, okay, so just to put it like in today's standard or in today's whatever perspective, yeah, it would be like saying that David Koresh, yeah. He doesn't need to be in jail because he truly believes that those teachings mm-hmm. of the fundala- fundamentalist Mormons is correct. Right. And that he should have all these child brides and all these th- all these things that he's in jail for. It yeah. would be, I mean, that's essentially what that judge said was, you know what? You really believed it. Mm-hmm. So, we're not going to find you guilty because you, you really believed that that was wrong.
0: Yeah. You know? Yep. And so, he got manslaughter for that. I wonder why
1: I can kind of see the cousin that helped bury the body getting charged but people helped. Oh, well, hold. people t- helped the the torture, though, mm-hmm. I guess so. Okay, yep. never mind. I was thinking it all just stemmed from that one incident, but you're right. They all helped with the yeah. torture over the
0: weeks. Okay, never mind. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the changeling that you know. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> or you are. Who knows? <laughs> um, this took place in—I'm so sorry for all this thunder, y'all— I know it's going to be really loud when y'all listen in your headphones. Yeah, so sorry. Um but maybe y'all like that and you'll go to sleep listening to it. Who knows? Until me and Carrie Cackle. scream. Yeah. <laughs> so March 10th, 1928 in Los Angeles. Ooh. Christine Collins sent her 9-year-old son Walter to the movies. Boy, Said, "Bye. Mhm, get on my hair." Then she never saw him again. <gasps> I take it back. Right? Don't get out of here, boy. Come back. <laughs> uh, Christine thought maybe someone had took Walter because his dad was a con man and he was serving time in Folsom State Prison. Damn. Yeah. So, um the case received nationwide attention, so the LAPD needed to close this case. Mm-hmm. So they got Hundreds of leads, saw the pressure, you know, like, shit was mounting. So then, five months later, a boy from Illinois claimed to be Walter. Um, After exchanging letters and photographs, uh, Christine agreed to pay for the child's train ticket to come meet her. One problem, though, when Christine arrived, she saw immediately the boy was not her son. Mm -hmm. Only five months later, he's not going to change that much. Right, uh well, I mean, he did resi- <sighs> he did resemble Walter a lot. I'll put that picture up to you, like he really did, but she knew he wasn't her son mm-hmm. um, so the police questioned Walter about the kidnapping, how he had ended up in Illinois, uh, and the child's story didn't make any sense. uh, the doctors felt like he was keeping a secret, and they just couldn't coax it out of him, yeah, so instead of apologizing to Christine. Um, and, like, reimbursing her the fucking money for the yeah, train right. ticket, Yeah. the police chief was like, no, he's your son. Oh, come on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, try the boy out. See? Oh, God. Yeah. So, like, you just saying that, you know he's, like, you believe her then, but you just want to close this fucking case. Meanwhile. Yeah. Is this what the OA is based on? Uh, I don't think so. The OA is, like, way more complicated and way more intense. Yes, it is. We benched that whole thing in one sitting. In a night. And it was, like... We finished it, like, two or three... Well, later than that, I think. Yeah, it was, like, four in the morning. And I am not a four in the morning type of gal. No. I was, like... One, I didn't think Carrie was going to like it. She surprises me, (laughs) y'all. And we were, like, oh, my God. Next. 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 And, yeah, it was... We had like, only two, like eight episodes. yeah, and we had like two more episodes. She was like, "No, no, no, we're gonna finish it." It was so good. If y'all have not watched the OA on Netflix, go do it. it. It's if so you like good. like
1: Stranger Things,
0: yeah, and um, like um,
1: psychological, not even psychological. Thr- well, kind of not
0: kinda, a thriller, like, but yeah, just like a psychological movie. You know, like yeah. you have to you have to remember things and look for clues and. Yeah. You know, like decipher And it's like, you can't even explain what the OA is. No, no. Because it's like,
1: I can't even explain it.
0: No, but I will say that it's freaking amazing. Yeah, it's good. So he's like, try the boy out. It's not like it's a freaking rental car. Right. Christine had the boy, the not Walter, Mm -hmm. for three weeks. And finally she'd had enough. You know, because she's trying. Yeah. And two, I'm sure as the mother, like, she knows something's up with this well, kid. you know. Yeah. And she feels sorry for the kid. You know, like, if he is lying about who he is, like, she does you know what
1: I mean? How bad like, is his life that he's like, I'm going to lie that I'm this kid. Yes. But then, on the other hand, too, it's like, a mother knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, Not for all. sure. I mean, you know, there are cases, obviously, where there's, like, psychopathy involved, and a mom's like, yeah. that's my kid that disappeared 15 years ago. And it's like. Nope. No, it's not. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you hear about those cases where a kid's been missing for 15 years, and Mm -hmm. when they come back, they don't look the same, obviously, because they've aged. And the mom's like, no, that is my child. They know instantly. Mm -hmm. Like, this
0: mom knows. Yes. So, this time, she goes back to the cops, and uh, she brought Walters, the real one, his dental records, because it's not going to match up with this kid. Right. And an army of friends with her. Her friends backed her up and was like, no, this is not mm-hmm. Walter. So the police chief got angry. And basically, he accused Christine of, like, it says, shirking her duty as a mother. What an asshole. hmm And trying to make a fool of the police. What a fucking asshole. Yeah. One, stop blaming us. Like, just women in general. Yes. We're not scapegoats. And we do have brains, and we can think for ourselves. And, like, mm, oh, I hate that.
1: Yes. Preach. Cue the Christina Aguilera uh,
0: preach gif. Yes. Okay. So, um, he, this is what he said, quoted in the newspaper. The police chief? Mm-hmm. Okay. You are the most cruel-hearted woman I've ever known. You are a fool. Oh, my God. Like, fuck him. Can you imagine the turmoil that she's, like, this is not my son. You and, know. I mean, not
1: only is she having to deal with the fact that she has a fucking stranger in her home. Right. This stranger is pretending to be her child. Her child that is missing. Yes. So it's like these huge three things at mm-hmm. play with her emotions and her, you know, I mean, what an asshat. Right. Um, But
0: then... He had her committed. (gasps) Yeah. Had her fucking committed. This says he must have had his doubts because during those first five days that she was in the psychiatric ward, he actually uh, talked to, you know, they call it the changeling, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but not Walter. Yeah, I was going to say. I almost said not Robert.
1: (laughs) Why do you have to bring him into Uh, this? I don't know. He just popped in my head. Took over my body.
0: Oh, God. I actually got chills when you said that. Really? Yes. Because I just pictured him, like, being behind you and, like, whispered in your ear. Oh, God. Oh, like, seriously. Chills. Okay. So, he found out that the boy's name was Arthur Hutchkins, and he was a 12-year-old runaway who pretended to be Walter so he could get a free trip to Hollywood and meet his favorite stars. (laughs) Who Raise your hand if you're surprised by this. Right. No one's raising their hand. Marley, put your hand down. I was going to say, not (laughs) even you, Marley. (laughs) Christine was finally released from the hospital 10 days after the Not Walter confessed. What? Mm Mm-hmm. So she immediately sued the LAPD. She won, but never actually saw a penny of the judgment. What? Mm Mm-hmm. So, what happened to the real Walter Collins? Nobody knows. Nope, they do. Oh. sadly. Oh. um, Some trial testimony shown showed that he was a victim of Sarah and Gordon Northcott. It was a mother and son serial killer <gasps> duo. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what they did, because I think you should tell me what they did. You know, like, the details and stuff. They so, killed him. Yeah. But it was called, like, the chicken coop murders or something like that because they did it on a chicken farm did they feed the bodies to the chickens oh my god i don't know i didn't look into
1: it chickens eat anything did you know that yes i did not know that i just learned that because kim ha- kim at work has chickens uh-huh and she's like yeah we just feed them like table scraps and shit they eat anything
0: did you not know that we always had chickens i do know that you always had chickens but i didn't know what you fed them what does my dad feed anything table everything. scraps. <laughs> everything <Yeah. laughs> yes I mean, we had goats, too, and he fed them everything. Like, they did not eat grass because they got fed so much other shit. That's so I'm funny. like, um, we got them to eat the grass, but they're like, no, we want that McDonald's, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Tangent. Okay, but they said that, like, that testimony, uh, Gordon kept changing his story and stuff, so Christine was still not convinced. Because they never found the body. Because he couldn't recall Walter's eye color or clothing or ever meeting him. You know, so she's like, no, he could still be out there. She actually continued to search for her son until her own death in December 8th, 1964. Gosh. Yep. So that is the, like, modern day changeling. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Yes. We talked about The Handmaid's Tale, and I feel like this kind of ties into that of, and I'm not to get, like, all crazy, but, like, females just don't have rights sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. we're crazy. We're hormonal. All of this, you know, and it's not taken as mm-hmm. seriously. I feel like as if a man, if he said, that's not my right. son, right? shit would have got done. Right. You know, but, oh, no, she's crazy. It's hysteria. It's, yes. It's just commit her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, women's rights, especially then, like, weren't even, you know, where they are now. But, like, what can she do? You no, know? She's powerless. Yeah. And then you fight more and they can just throw you in jail then. Yep. and Or then, in an institution. Yeah. In and, like, once you're... Once you're in their world, not saying that every cop is corrupt or anything like that. I'm so thankful for police and what they do and everything. But it's just like, when you're in that world, they've got you then. Mm -hmm. They can say, oh, she picked a fight with someone and now her sentence is doubled or whatever. You know, and it's like, no, I didn't. Well, they're not going to disagree with the police chief and... Right everything else. You know, self-preservation for them. Exactly. And you're just a crazy person that's saying that's not your son, you know? Right. So, because, I mean, also, if you take it from them, like, they don't want to gamble on their stuff because if they're wrong, I mean, like, if they're wrong about you and you really are just a crazy person, like, with delusional thoughts and they stand up for you and Mm -hmm. go to bat, then they lose their job. Well, you're out of nothing, you know. So I mean, I completely understand. It just sucks, right? That's our thing, you know. Like we don't believe them, and then then they're, you know, like um. But kind of like Corey Feldman when he went on The View, yes, and he was talking about the industry, the TV industry, and stuff, and pedophilia, and all the sexual, Sex crimes, yeah, basically, period. And Barbara Walters. Basically said you're lying and you're like trying to disgrace a whole industry. And like you're basically attention seeking. Mm-hmm. Like blame the victim straight to his face. Mm-hmm. But because he wasn't a reliable source, because of drug use and Because he's probably been a victim since right. he was a child star. He was.
1: And and yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. he's a victim and he
0: it's turns to drugs
1: for self medication. Yes, exactly. And yep. And then all of a sudden he's crazy Mm -hmm. and and not a reliable source and it's like no this that he's gone through that he's telling you about has made him this way because again they didn't ask the why right which is why we do the podcast yes what did we learn today besides prime numbers uh you're a changeling maybe that was number one number two i want to say trust your gut but maybe i should say don't assume because... Um, that's what we learned last time. I know, but I feel like it fits again this week because people assumed that they could trust Charlene because she was a woman and yeah. she was the bait. Whether she was there because she wanted to be or not, mm-hmm. that's up for debate. But
0: either way, she was the bait. Yeah. Well, number three. Everyone is a suspect. Trust no one because be alert. Always on your game. You don't trust a random Female that's like, hey, I got some money and you can make it by handing out pamphlets. She's a suspect. Don't get into a van. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. Always be alert. Mm -hmm. If you're at a mall and someone tries to scout you... Do whatever. Don't do it. Get their business card and then go see them in their office. Mm-hmm. Um, Unless
1: their office is at their house and then don't go.
0: Yes. Or in a van. Do not go in the van. Do not go in a van. And don't just think if it's a minivan and she looks like a mom, she is a suspect. Right. Be alert. Also, you don't want to trust anyone. Just yourself. Just your gut. Because you might find out that your best friend is a changeling. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Now, remember. Creep it real. And And don't don't get scared. scared. We did it backwards.